Blog Talk Radio. Diamonds are forever. Welcome. Welcome to the Alexis K. Tyler Show. I'm your host, Alexis K. Tyler. I have some very special guests. I have my friend and comedian here, Ezra, and I have my friend uh, and resident husband and wife, uh, Lisa and Lou. Let me see if Ezra and Lisa are here. 714. Hey, how you doing, 714? Hey, how's it going? I'm fine. How are you doing? 313, are you here? 313? I'm right here. Hello? Who is this, 313? This is um, Rich Black. Huh? Hi. Can you hear hey, me? okay, who are you? Richard Black. I called you from Detroit. Oh, I'm just, you say, I can't hardly understand everything you're saying. Did I talk? Hello. Can you hear me now? Yeah, did I talk to you earlier? Yeah, yeah, I talked to you off of Facebook. Okay. Well, did you want to share something with me well, about your mother? Uh, what, what was it like? Did your mother leave you or your father left you when you were little or were they there always? Well, my situation, my my father is still alive. My mom's passed um, a couple years back in 05 from breast cancer. And it's, it's really an interesting story. And did they raise you or did they leave you? That's what I'm trying to find out. Did you have a good childhood? Oh, well, yeah, I was raised in between my parents on and off. So what was that like? I'm trying to get to it because I'm getting ready to get into a deeper topic. But I'm just trying to see where you're coming from with yours first. Well, my situation, like the whole situation, like with Sister Myra and what she says about as far as the um, daughter Earth, and the prince and the royal family and things like that. I thoroughly believe, and she knows this, she's talking about my own personal world. And it's so deep. It may not, I don't know, it might fit your format today or not. I couldn't tell you, you know, maybe for another day. I don't know. No, I mean, we can still talk about it, but I don't want to go into it immediately. Because I need to deal with these women and them abandoning their children. Because I'm hearing a lot of this, so that's what I'm trying to see if you're tied into what I'm getting ready to get into. I'll get back to you later. Is that what happened? Did you have that experience? Or did you have a wonderful uh, well, childhood? Well, you know, I mean, anybody I can relate to that to where, you know, women and the children, because my mother, you know, was, did crack cocaine. And it was a point in time where she wasn't paying me no attention. She had, I had to um, live with a, um, a foster family. Okay, see, you should have brought that up because I'm, I'm, I was sensing you. It wasn't peaches and cream like you trying to say, Mom and Dad. Hold on for a minute. Six seven eight. Hey, six seven eight. Do you have a question or comment? Six seven eight. Hey, Alexis. I was just calling to see what the show was about, and um, I was just calling to talk to you. Hello. Hey, hold on. Four six nine. You there? Four six nine. Eric Holt. Hello, 469. I'm looking for Ezra. I'm trying to see Ezra call in. Oh, did you, so you just want to listen to the show right now, 678? Yes. Okay, thank you. So I want Ezra to join in, Lisa. Um, if I walk away, I want to make sure that I don't um, <coughs> miss um, the rhyme. Yeah, um, I guess I'll. I just gave him the number. Hmm. 
someone to get my child and, Alexis, and make sure I don't. Yes. Are you doing yes. any readings? I still do reading. Oh, this I is um, Devana from Facebook. Oh, you have to me earlier. You talked to me today? You post me on Facebook. I, I'm sorry, I don't remember. I, I talk to a lot of people every day, all day, all night, so I, I really don't remember. I talked to you today. The name is Devana D. McElroy. I'm sorry, you're going to have to remind me. What did we talk about today? I don't remember. Well, we didn't, we didn't talk. I just had got a poke, so I put the post in on your Facebook page. No, I'm saying did we talk about something in particular, or you want to ask me about something, or reading or something? That's what I'm trying to be clear. Yes, I'm trying to get a reading. Okay. Um, email me your picture of Alexis K. Tyler, VP at gmail.com. Okay. So I can see it, and let me know what you want to do the reading about. Hold on. So, so I'll be clear, and I can see. Show me a picture, I can see your face and eyes. I can see your face and eyes really good. And that I can um I can know what the issue is. Where do you want to go with the reading? I see a lot of health and um relationship. Okay. Are you here in Atlanta? Yes I am. I'll be glad to do it. Do you know when you want it done? Um, it doesn't matter as long as you're whenever you're available. I mean, we can do it today. We can do it tonight. We can do it tomorrow. Whenever you're comfortable. I mean, I'm always um, tonight will be fine. Okay, that'll be good because we're not. I'm just have to do the show. All I'm gonna be doing is. Working on hair products, you know, so too, if anybody's interested in my hair products, they can go to AlexisKTyler.net, look in the store. And a lot of stuff is not in there right now because I'm constantly creating things, just like now Lisa got me making something for her. A lot of my stuff is fucking blend. So if someone sends me a picture of their hair, tell me what area of the hair they're having problems with, what the hair type is, is it natural, is it relaxed, it really doesn't matter. Whether you, I, I, I'm waiting for a response from a young man I made some products for who says he has nappy hair. And I gave him mm-hmm. some shampoo from my love line that I had created for Haki and um, uh-huh. and made him some butter. And he had a dandruff problem, so I had a dandruff butter. And I have a hot pepper butter. So I have a hot pepper oil that's for the scalp, dandruff itching, ball spots, as well as you put that oil on your body, aching pain, arthritis, stiffness in the joint. And I have a hot pepper butter to go along with it. So it's like I'm a very cream. interested. <laughs> I have a dandruff <laughs> butter. But um, I have different races of people that use my products. Mm. I have white clients, Latin clients, biracial clients, black clients. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And some people think that, oh, well, she just makes hair for black people. No, I don't. I make hair products for anybody that has hair on their head. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter if you got kinky twists, sister locks, dreadlocks, nappy, relaxed. I don't really care what what you're doing with your hair. I don't discriminate. Whatever the issue mm-hmm. is, you can email me with it. Whatever the texture is, you can email me personally and say, this is the issue. 
this is what I've been using. I've re- been relaxing it, or I stopped relaxing it. It's growing out. I cut. It doesn't matter. Okay. We can formulate something for you. So that's what I'm telling everybody so they'll hear this because those are the kind of comments that I get. Oh, she just makes stuff for black people. Oh, she just makes stuff for No, I don't. What, whatever it is. Um, we can custom, I can create something for you. But I like to look at the person first, I like to talk to them first, and I like to do a reading on them. Because I mean doing a reading on you, that's why I need to see your picture and talk to you on the phone. Because everything is intuitive. So when I do a reading on the person, okay, then my spirit says, okay, they need this, 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 and that, and you put it together like this. That's literally Mm -hmm. how I make my plans for people. It's all spiritual. It's all intuitive. And one of the differences that people don't know, unless they know me personally, at least know. But I, I literally put energy in my products. I literally pray over my products. I spend time with my mm-hmm. products. Mm-hmm. Eat, I don't just make a whole, I don't make 10 shampoos and take send it to 10 people. Each, unless it's a basic blend of shampoo that I have, every batch that I make for each person is separate. It's different. So if I send you a bottle of shampoo, that particular bottle of shampoo was made and worked on spiritually as well as physically just for you. No two bottles are the same. No two bottles of hot pepper oil are the same. They may look the same, but some of them are lighter and clearer red. When people say I want a mild blend, I don't like the hot stuff. When people say I want a medium or a hotter red, it looks like blood. Because it's a deeper mm-hmm. blend, and it's a stronger blend. So that's one of the things I'm saying that's different about my products. And you can feel it when you get them and put them on. It's not a regular product. These are spiritually based products. They have a lot of energy in them because I spend time with them just like they were one of my children. That's mm-hmm. how I feel about my products. Like sometimes people get frustrated because like, oh, because I ordered the product a week ago or two weeks ago. I'm like, it's a custom blend. I need to really work with it. I like to sit with it. I like to touch it. Really meditate on it to make sure it's right. And I, Lisa knows sometimes I'll make her a blend. I'm like, Lisa, I can't send this to you today. And she's mm-hmm. like, I think I, I got to work on it because I, I looked at it last night and then I got up. I hit it again about two o'clock in the morning. I stopped working on it about three. Then I got up by 8, I looked at it again, I said, something ain't right in it, something off, I got to hit it again, ain't that right, Lisa? That's right, it's well worth the wait. I got to anoint yeah. it a little more, give me another day. She said, okay, That's take right. your time, Rep, take your time. I said, take, up, take your time. Lou, are you on the line, brother? All right, I thought Lou was on the line. He knows, my wait husband minute, knows. Wait a minute, he might seven be. Let me go, seven I'm one four. Seven one four. See if you got another seven one four. Well, let me go down there to the switchboard because I wouldn't hear. Girl, you know you got real country. Then seven one four, 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 seven one four, four, four. That's right. <laughs> uh, girl, did you get did you get my order? I I, I baptized your PayPal account. I put in my two orders for me, my my shea butter. What? You know I got girl, to have you it. know I love them special nine. Yes, pass the basket yes. round, pass the offer back. Woman, let me see, girl. What he is seven one eight? Someone phone. Now, I, 310, you there, 310? Yeah, this is Lou on 310. My phone went out. Oh. Yeah, my uh, my phone went out. I guess I'm getting bad reception while I'm at. I'm out and about. So I got on the friend's phone. So I'm here
Right on. Indeed. Right on. You want, you want to ask yeah. something? No, no. I just thought, you know, hey, you all right, brother. Yeah, I was on my 714. I lost it. So See that? I, had a double, I think I'm out of juice. All right. All right. Well, we so, know you don't. We know you I'm don't here. have that I'm much time. We, you don't have that much time, Lou, do you? So did you want, I, I wanted you to share with them what you do and how you get into the horoscopes and relationships and who's compatible and who's not, if you felt like it, because you don't have a lot of time, right? So I don't want to get into my sermon when you don't have a lot of time. I'd rather you go before I do. Okay, well, I, I don't have a lot of time, but, I, you know, it's not like I have a short time. i got about 15, 20 minutes maybe. But, uh, yeah, just to, just to share with them, I just uh, basically go by uh, uh, the horoscopes and mainly the people's behavior, you know, uh, the energy between a man and a woman and, and that whole dynamic. And uh, I look at that, and the horoscopes have a lot to do with uh, those uh, those dynamics, especially when it comes down to communication and how we spend money how we communicate sexually and physically, whatever way you want to put it. Which signs you say would be compatible with the other and why? Well, each horoscope has um, an opposite. Right? They have a main opposite, and they have four opposites total. But they have a main opposite, and that's where you get most of your sexual energy uh, from your opposite because opposite attracts. So you'll be uh, most likely you'll be attracted to that person sexually and physically. But the relationship ended up being like Bobby Brown, Whitney Houston. I use that terminology a lot because those are two opposites that everybody know how their relationship went. So I usually call it a, a Bobby and Whitney dynamic. When you with a uh, compatible person, you have four. Uh, you have uh, four compatible signs, and one of those signs is you two compatible with, and that's usually the uh, the person that falls under the same horoscope. Uh, usually, that person is uh, you and that person will be two compatible, meaning like Tiger Woods and his wife. You're probably better off being friends versus anything else because the relationship gets boring. And then you have those three individuals that you have compatible with. And the ones that you have compatible with is you also have the best of both worlds. I mean, you have the physical and you have a compatibility with that 50% compatible person. But then they go, that's part of that person that you probably wouldn't be able to stand either. You probably love half of them and the other half you can choke. So every horoscope, every sign has those four areas um, and those horoscopes that they deal with. So that's that's pretty much it in a nutshell when, when I look at things. And once a person tells me what their horoscope is, I can tell them their four opposites. And then once I know their four opposites, I can tell them their their, uh, their three compatibles and I can tell them the person that they're two compatible with. And also I can tell them a person that they're the three that they have compatible with. And each horoscope has that. So that's it in a nutshell, Alexis. Okay. So do so you don't think you'd ever do these where people can call you and and get a consultation and ask you a question about their relationship or their lover or somebody they're potentially marrying? Uh never never thought about it. I, I, I you know, I have coworkers who ask me to do things and 
they'll ask, they'll tell me their horoscope, and also have friends and family that ask me, and I and I, I tell them, and it doesn't always go well, but I tell them what I what I feel, and sometimes it's they doesn't they don't agree with me, and then four or five years later they'll see that I was right, or sometimes several months later they'll see I'm right, and I'm not always right. Uh, there's uh, there's a chance that a person can make it with the opposite. There's a lot of opposites. I know that's been together for a while. It's just it's work, and it's harder work than it is to be with your 50% compatible. But it's it's possible because then, like Sister Myra said, and when it works, then you get into the moon signs. You you and I may be opposite sun signs, you know, wise, but when it comes to moon signs, we may be compatible. So um, no, I just don't see myself. Um, being that much of an expert, you know, to uh, really, you know, get too much into it. But I'm, you know, I'm, I'm always giving. If the person wants to ask me, I'll give them my opinion. Yeah, baby, but okay, you need to get that see. paper. You need to get that paper, man. We need to moisturize <laughs> your bank account. We yeah, got the bills, brother. <laughs> let me let me see six four six. Do you have a question or comment? Do you have anything about horoscopes? A question for Lou about anybody anybody on the phone you want to ask about a, um, a, a horoscope with somebody you like or somebody that you deal with to see what his thought is on that? Hello? Yes. Hello? Yes. Hi. Post up for you all. Hi. Um, I am. I'm so honored to be on the call. I really respect all of you. Um Thank you. Alexis, I've spoken to you before. You gave me a reading. You really read me. <laughs> Almost made me cry, but it was a good thing. It was healing. And um, you introduced me to the work of Sister Myra, and she's so powerful. She's just such a compliment yes. to you. And I'm really, like, so proud of you all and your sister power and your coming together. And um, I'm learning so Thank much. I'm, I'm, I'm reading, um, uh, what is it? Oh, God. Metu, Metu Ra, what is it? Oh Lord, I can't even think right now. I'm so nervous. But um, I'm getting a deep- yes, yes, and so I'm I'm getting a deeper understanding. So this whole astrology aspect, like I've always been so um, interested in the stars and the horoscopes and everything. And I'm a Gemini. My birthday is May 25th, 1977, and I've been going through a lot this past year, and I feel like. Um, this is my goddess year as far as resurrection. So I've been listening to you all on blog talk for like a year now, um, archives, and I really feel like I understand that and I'm in the fullness of that. And I had to shed a relationship um, prior to the new year. And I felt like that was a good thing, but my heart is still broken. So <laughs> I'm still I know, like... Baby. I know, and I'm like, I feel so whack even saying it. I feel like I'm supposed to be so enlightened and so, you know, of a higher thinking right now. But I'm like, it's almost pathetic for me <laughs> to feel like this. I guess because he was so good to me, I thought. And um, I guess I'm really trying to figure that out as far as the law of attraction and who I'm attracting and really understanding my power wholly. What sign was he? What sign was he? Was he? he was a Libra. What you think, Lou? Gemini and Libra. Libra and Gemini is usually a good one. So right, exactly. It's usually a good one, but the problem with with Libras is they can be a little selfish, mm-hmm. you know. But 
you know, from my point of view, but, I mean, they're usually good with Gemini's. I think we work well together, like we have a business together, um, and I think we got along great. I think um, you were saying something in the last show that I listened to, um, to Phil Alexis, about um, mothers and mother issues, and I think there's an issue with women because I found like he was cheating on me, but he treated me like a queen. But I found, like, right before my birthday, that whole month, like, he, like, took me out, bought me a whole bunch of stuff, but he was great. At the same time, it seems as if he was planning on um, having a rendezvous with someone else. And, like, I started getting a feeling, like, my spirit was just knocking on me, like, oh, my God, something is wrong. you got to look. And I, I did that, and I confronted him, and, like, he always denied, denied, denied. So it was like... There's, like, another layer there that's very complicated, mm-hmm. and I guess I'm trying to understand it, and I guess I can't help but, you know, miss the good out of the relationship. I'm trying to get past that. Um, and I'm, I guess I'm just trying to understand, like, from a spiritual astrology, I'm just trying to understand, like, you know, in, in attracting someone else, like, how to, like, what, what to look for, I guess, you know, because I feel like I'm, I've just been, like, really duped. And I know that a short- you know, as far as our signs, like, we're supposed to be very compatible, and we were. You want to say okay, anything I, to her, Lou? Yeah, I can say something. I mean, for for Geminis, your your compatibles are, um, first of all, I mean, Libra is one of your compatibles, and so is Aquarius. And then you have your um, your two, you have your fire sign, which would be Leo and um, and Aries, those two. So those four. Aquarius, Libra, Leo, and Aries should be your compatibles. Um, it's not saying that you won't work in those relationships and those relationships won't have problems. It's just that it would be a little, you feel a little more comfortable with those four individuals. Um, then, you, of course, you have compatible with any of the water signs, so Scorpio, uh, Pisces, and Cancer. That's like mm-hmm. being on the diet, you know what I mean? It's like you have your good days and you have your bad with those three individuals. So, right. Uh, I, so you should stay away from Sagittarius. That's your main opposite. And yeah, then my daughter's first, a Sagittarius. Lord have mercy. Yeah, the, oh, <laughs> the man. The daughter? Yes. <laughs> you, you guys are choking, kill each other. You know what? It's yes. no Yeah, and, you, and, and of course, you don't, you wouldn't do well with Virgo, uh, Capricorn, or Taurus either because those are earth signs, and they're a little bit too grounded for you. So those are the opposites. And of course, another Gemini would just be too close for comfort. You're better yeah. off friends, like brothers and sisters, you know. Right. So right. that's pretty much it in, in a nutshell. It's just uh, Leo's, uh, Aquarius, um, Libra, and uh, also um, uh, Aries. Those should be four good compatible signs for you. I mean, you guys think a lot. You think business business wise, you think alike. You know, money, you spend money the same with those four signs. So with your Libra, I just think it's maybe, uh, if you don't mind me asking, how old is the Libra? He was like, oh, Lord, like 16 years older than me. Okay, bingo. Yeah, bingo. he's like, <laughs> 16, I mean, is he in his 40s, 30s? Feels like it. Huh? Is he in his 30s, 40s? I'm sorry, yeah, he said he's in his 30s. Is he in his 30s or 40s? No, he's he's he just turned fifty. I'm thirty four. He just turned fifty. And how old are you? I'm thirty four. Yeah. 
Yeah, it has a lot to do with other things other than your horoscope, Bonnie. Let's be honest with yeah. you. Yeah, I know. I'm just trying to understand on this level, has, like, okay. It has a lot more to do with, with you than it does him, mm-hmm. and then he, then he comes mm-hmm. into in play. So, you know, without knowing more, and I'm sure you don't want to share more on, on Correcio, it's right. kind of hard to say, but I don't think it has nothing to do with your horoscope or why you guys are having any differences. I think it has something to do with the generations and the, and the age gap a little bit and how you was raised. Okay. So, I mean, a man in that age range is used to a certain type of uh, woman when it comes down to behavior. But, of course, they like younger women when it comes to sex. They like that energy. But right. that's because I like your energy when I'm, I'm having a physical relationship with you. When it comes to conversation and living the day-to-day, it's, then that's when you see the difference. Okay. But you know what? Send me your picture and send me a picture of him so I can see eyes. I think that it really doesn't matter if your signs are compatible if there's a lot of other transformation that needs to occur. And it's mm-hmm. not always about the age. I mean, something you all were not going to see eye to eye on this because he has some transformation to deal with. But like you said, it wasn't about his age, the fact that he was cheating. And then. You have some transformation that's going to occur. So even if you had stayed with him, the way you were evolving, you would have grown out of it. And you would have gone in separate directions anyway. So he was a, a good learning for you. He was a teacher. So that's right. how I would like you to send me a, a picture at alexaktylervc at gmail.com. So I'm going to try to get a secret reading about it later. I, I can tell you because it sounds like you're going to a chip. On a spiritual level, and even your body looks like the shit you do. Some of them are productive, important, and they differently. The energy looks different around there in the body. So I'm wondering what is going on with your internal body, your body system. Um, right. They're shifting, and there's things that need to be addressed there. So oh. this is. Hmm? I said, oh, okay. I'm a... There's a lot of noise. Man, or are you mm-hmm. not speaking to him anymore? 
Um, we're not we're not speaking. I did have to speak to him the other day regarding business, but we're not speaking about anything else. You know, there's no. So I still see a side. I, I didn't see that you were completely not speaking to him anymore. I didn't see that. And there's still some emotion on both parts, him too. Um, this is another man here that I see also has some interest here. Um, all of your ties are not clear because I'm seeing him in the back of your body dealing with the root chakra. The root chakra is the butt. And then I'm looking at the second chakra, which would be the reproductive organ. So the root is with the butt and the vagina. And so I'm seeing it in the back of you. Then I'm also seeing other people in your relationship. When I look at your heart chakra, you're mm-hmm. not in a relationship by yourself. There are other issues also through the male, but I see two men. So I'm wondering, what's the man? Are there any children anywhere? Do you have them? Does the man have I, them? I have children. He has children. We we don't have children together. So you, you, do you have just the one daughter? I have two two daughters. Okay, that makes sense. Because I saw more than one child. I saw children. So I'm saying, are any of the one of them under twelve? Do you have any young children, or are all of them big? Um, one child is under is 10. He also has a granddaughter, a new granddaughter. Makes sense. That's all one under 12. And uh, another group of children, different ages. So I'm saying you have confusion here and conflict here that needs to be worked out that's really not completely about this guy. He has some, someone else. Has this man been married before? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see what I'm saying? There's some other shit here. So, and like I said, I'm not going to go any further with it on the air because you didn't give me permission to do that. Mm-hmm. So if you want to do something deeper with me privately, reading, life coaching, we can do that. But there's mess here. Mm-hmm. And it's not just your mess. This man has some issues, mm-hmm. has some confusion, and some health stuff as well. Mm-hmm. I don't think this man takes care of himself or has taken care of himself in the past like he should have. And he's been through a lot of twists and changes and turmoil. Mm-hmm. So this would be a mess, mm-hmm. even though you are compatible astrology with astrology. See, see, that's what I've learned, too, from doing my work, is that just because mm-hmm. people are sexually attracted to people, the sex is good, just because the numbers line up in numerology and even astrology, let's say you're that, and like you said, he's a Libra. Every Gemini is not going to line up with every Libra. Right, right, Depends on right. year, mm-hmm. the date, what they, what the other planets and what the other houses are, what's in them. Mm-hmm. That's what I have learned. But, to you're transforming, and it's a lot of upheaval mm-hmm. going on within you and in mm-hmm. your world. Mm-hmm. That's why it's not going to work. Because mm-hmm. you pick someone that's going through some of the same stuff you are. And when you deal with that stuff, and you balance and fix yourself, that's when the relationships will be better. So everything that you wanted and the relationships will happen. Okay. 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 Lou, did you want to say something else, sir? Uh, no. I mean, I think you, you hit it right on the nail. I mean, it's, you can so many other things can line up, but you still can have some mm-hmm. issues there because mm-hmm. it's a lot to do with a whole lot of other things. I mean, it's, you know, horoscopes just deal with our behavior and our energy. It doesn't deal with how we was raised and how we and what we want and what we desire and what we see when we're growing up. And that you know, a lot of us is a product of our environment. We grew up with parents that are, you know we saw go through divorces, and we'll say to ourselves, "I'm never going to get divorced," mm-hmm. and that may cause that woman to hold on too tight. 
to that man. And anytime you're holding on too tight to something is when you lose it. Right. So it's it's a lot of other things that's going on in, in a lot of our lives. And the horoscopes right. and, and uh, like Alexa said, and the energy and the day you was born, and even if the numbers line up, you need to deal with some things with yourself first, you know. Mm-hmm. And that individual that you're dealing with need to deal with some things himself. And then, then before you can get in any relationship with anybody, much mm-hmm. less, you know, an opposite or compatible. Uh, the horoscopes work real well in just keeping you guys' relationship and your communication flowing, you know, how you get along, you know what I mean, how you spend money. How, how you? What do you think of having friends? You know, you've been an extrovert or introvert and all that stuff. That all comes together. So, I think you get it on Thank you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Okay. <laughs> That's a lot to think about. Okay. Well, let me see if anybody else two six two. Do you have a question or comment before we move forward? Hello. Hey. Hey, this is Michelle. Um, I had a question. I was just wondering what you see for my boyfriend and I, our relationship. You want to ask about the? Okay, tell us what the signs are. Um, I'm a Libra, and he's a Aquarius. That one's a, that's usually that's that's compatible. That's usually compatible. It is compatible. Uh huh. Oh okay. I thought you said incompatible at first. <laughs> you no, 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 you, 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 you no. Okay, you two air. Yeah, you two air signs. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you. You two air signs, so that that should uh, be good. I mean, you're gonna have your your minor difficulties, but I mean. You you should be uh, pretty good with each other. Okay, that's good, Charles. <laughs> He's really different yeah. than me, though. I mean, like almost day and night. Well, that that might have something to do with him being either an extrovert or introvert. I mean, uh, is he an extrovert? You know what I mean when I say extrovert, introvert? Yeah, is he a I'm... quiet person? Yeah, he's more you know like socio. Um, you know, like social anxiety stuff. Mhm. Like yeah, that that has more to do with that. I mean, he's probably a person that, uh, and you're probably extrovert. When you you know, you, right. it's where you get your energy. Uh, what he get is how he re-energizes coming home and reading the book, settling down, watching TV, or taking yeah. a long bath. You know, yeah. um, and you re-energize by if you're extrovert, you in, you re-energize by going out and socializing and talking to your friends on the phone and etc. So I'm go go you know, go and I like music and doing things and he likes to just sit and walk, and I never watch mm-hmm. TV really and he does and <laughs> that kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah, he probably watch a lot of TV because he's an introvert and he's just mm-hmm. that's the way he re-energizes. At the end of right. a hard day, he wants to go home and relax. Yeah. And you want to mm-hmm. go out and let out some steam, so. Right. Well, I don't always have to go out, but just even just doing things, you know. Right, right. Well, even a nice dinner out somewhere is nice, too. But for him, a nice dinner at home would be better, you know what I mean? So yeah. that's where you differ, but you should get along. I mean, you should be okay. You're just going to have to uh, bend, you know, when I, you know what I mean when I say bend? 
and sometimes you're just going to have to break down and, and stay home with him and, and enjoy it. And sometimes he's going to have to bend and go out with you. If, if you guys not willing to bend, I'm, I hear a lot of noise, so I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, what is that? I'm not even moving, know. so. I don't, I don't know what it is. It might be somebody else. Huh. But anyway, okay. you're gonna have to be in in, in this relationship. You got both gonna have to. Uh, he's gonna have to be in some time for you to go out and do some things, and you have to be in for him because my wife and I, and she's on the air. She's in, she's like your husband, and I'm like you. I'm like you. I'm, and we uh, we've been together for uh, 28 years, but. I still hear that noise, but uh, yeah, I'm going to get rid of it. sounds better now. I was trying to mute the lines. It sounds like it's gone now. Yeah. Yeah, well, we've been together 28 years, and there's times she just has to be in and say, okay, I'll go with you. I'll go. Mm-hmm. I'll go over here. Mm-hmm. We'll go out to dinner. And, and nine times out of ten, she enjoy it. And then sometimes I have to be in and, and relax with her. Or you know mm-hmm. what? I go out with some friends by myself. Yeah. I leave her at home where she's happy. And relaxing, you know, mm-hmm. um, and that's what makes the relationship work. You gotta have to respect each other and respect the differences, yeah. you know. But I, I think you guys will be fine. I mean, um, Aquarius is, 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 and and Libra. I mean, you guys, that should be a good match. And if it's not, you're gonna have to really sit down with someone like um, Sister Myra, that really can go into what your moon signs are. I'm not real good at that uh, because I don't, you know, it's, it's, it has to be somebody who really study astrology and can tell you because they would need to know the time you was born, the day you was born, and then they also would need to know the same from him. See, because you can be a Libra sun sign-wise, and but your moon sign could be Scorpio. You see what I mean? And he can be, you know, uh, Aquarius on both ends of the spectrum, and then that would make your relationship be have some difficulty. You see, so if if you if you're starting to have some problems, and you were a compatible person, you need to really sit down with someone and go and try to find out what your moon sign is. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, the moon so sign so is that, that that moon sign is that alter ego that we have, that different person that's in all of us. <laughs> you know what I mean? Huh. Sometimes you can be a, a Libra, and then your moon sign can be Libra as well. So that means you're you're really a Libra. I mean, you're super Libra. Every stereotypical thing a person said about Libra, you would be. But if your right. moon sign is Leo, then you're going to have those moments where you're acting like a Leo, and Leo and Aquarius <laughs> the opposite. You know, uh, so that's how that works. Yeah, that makes uh, a lot of sense. I'll have to figure out what my moon sign is now. Yeah, and to find out what his moon sign is as well. Okay. Because that will that will let you know. But the problem with being with a compatible person sometimes is you get bored. You know, yeah. you get bored. And yeah. that's the problem. Everything gets boring, everything gets routine, sex, everything. And you yeah. have to always fight against that by keeping your relationship spiced up. Because if you was okay. with an opposite, you would never get bored sexually. But he would drive <laughs> you crazy out of the bedroom. You wonder like, What the hell I'm with this man? Um <laughs> And if you're with, and if you were a half compatible person, it would be, you know, a portion of him you want to kill, you know, and a portion of him you love to death. So you know what I mean? It's it all works. And if you was with another Libra, honey, you guys would be you really be bored. 
Yeah, I mean, you'd yeah. be like, but I always tell couples, if you want just a booty call, you go get with your opposite. <laughs> you don't want nothing else to do with them but a booty call. You want great sex, you go the opposite. And if you want, if you want um, to get along and be married and have a long relationship, and even if you break up, because relationships break up, even when you're compatible, it's just that that breakup is going to be smooth. When you're with your compatible, that breakup is going to be smooth. When you're with your opposite, it's going to be water roses. And that's the difference with that. Because relationships end. Let's face it. It's going to end. It's either going to end what you two breaking up naturally, just growing apart, or it's going to end because uh, one of you passed away. You know, and relationships end. You know, and and that's why we have to make sure that we get with compatible people because just in case it ends, you want you always want to end on a good note, and you always want to have that possibility of getting back together. And right. and you you were compatible, so even if you guys had some problems and you went your separate ways, you always had that possibility of getting back together because the relationship was smooth and the breakup was smooth, and it was and and I always try to explain that to couples. My wife and I can last 35 years, but hey, when it's over, it's over, and it, 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 mm-hmm. it's going to either be it's going to either be friendly, or it's going to be difficult. You know what I mean? And that's all going to based on that energy, because I tell you, um, you build with opposite, it's it's bad. You know, <laughs> yeah. it is. But yeah. if you would if you would another Libra, you're better off just breaking up and being friends. <laughs> <laughs> I never, I never dated a Libra. This yeah, is my no. third. This is my third Aquarius in a row. Wow. This is really freaky, wow. but like my first. And how did? Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. That's okay. My first. Um, I was married before, and my first husband's um, birthday was February 16th. He was Aquarius. Okay. And right. the next guy I was with was February 13th. And now this guy is February 7th. Hello? 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 I hear echo too. I don't know where it's coming from. Okay, yeah, that's better. Yeah, it's better. Okay. I... Go ahead. So, so the first one was February 16th. The second mm-hmm. one was February 13th. And now the man I'm with is February 17th. They were all Aquarius. The first two did not work out. <laughs> and then when I found out... When you said it didn't work dad, out... No. When you, I'm sorry. When you said it didn't work out, was the breakup smooth or was it very difficult? The first one was horrible. Really, I got... It was a bad divorce. Yeah, and I had kids and, you know, okay, custody and all that why. crap. The second one was not bad at all. And then this right. one I'm with. Well, one thing about... Scorpios, though, is they like Burger King. They want it their way. You so, mean Aquarius? Aquarius. Aquari- I mean Aquarius. Aquarius. They, <laughs> I'm sorry. They want it their way. You know, they like yeah. Burger King. You know what I mean? You would, you would, <laughs> yeah. think, you're dealing with, you would think you're dealing with Burger King. It's like they don't do nothing unless something is in it for them. <laughs> you know so, that's so true. Yeah, no, it's like It's like you ask your husband right now. Get up and let's go do a video. He's like, "What's in it for me?" You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> What's gonna be no, in it for me? No, we're not married. We're not married. We're just—he's just my boyfriend. Okay, well, if you ask him to go somewhere, I mean, it's, it's like yeah. Burger King—they the want thing. it their way. Right. And, but you know, Libras have that same reputation in a way too. So you got two people that kind of balance each other out. I mean, who's gonna win the argument when the end nobody wins? <laughs> you know what I mean? Just, yeah. 
I'm so it's not a, that way though. I pretty much help everybody or do our, you know, I'm like the peacemaker kind of thing or caregiver when is your to the birthday? world. You know, when is your birthday? You don't mind me asking. October twelfth. October twelfth. So you're not on the cuffs or anything. I'm just curious what your moon sign is because and and because you've been with three Aquarius and two of them been working out. I know it's out. weird. It's yeah. weird. So I was wondering. I'm weird. wondering. Yes, I'm wondering what your moon sign is. It may have something. You might be a moon earth sign or something. And if you if your if your moon sign is an earth sign, that is what's really doing the damage. That just that energy in a relationship. Or it can, like Alexis was saying, it can have nothing to do with horoscopes. It can have something more to do with you. And it can have right. something more to do with the man that you're with. So mm-hmm. I don't know how old you are, but um, forty five. Forty five. Okay. So just make sure. Go back and look at that first relationship with the mm-hmm. person that you was with. And don't talk about what he did wrong. All I want you to write on the paper is what you did wrong, what you did wrong, just what you think you did wrong. I don't care if it's one thing. I don't care if it could have been I should have helped him around the house more. All right? Mm-hmm. And then go to the second relationship and do the same thing. And mm-hmm. and what you want to fix is those things that you did wrong in the first relationship and the second one. And make sure once you find those things and you write it on the list and you find out what those things are, I don't care if it's two, three, or four, or five on the list, mm-hmm. work on those things, and that's working on you. Apologize for that and also learn from it. And that way you can go in this relationship because when you go relationship to relationship and you don't learn anything, guess what? You're going to keep getting results. Well, that's what, so, I, that's what I'm afraid of. That's what I'm scared this one is eating, you know? Right, but you so can... We're going to have to wrap this up because we okay. have other cobblers. And so we've got to okay. get on with the topic of the show, so... Okay. Well, uh, let me, okay. Let, me okay. Say this very, let me say this very quickly and I'll let it go. You just need to look at those things you did wrong and correct them, and then you can fix a lot of things in this one, okay? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you, Paul. Okay. I, I don't know which one was that. Was that 262? Is you trying to find a phone move on? 262? Yeah, I'm 262. Okay, thank you. 832-2, do you have a question or comment? 832? Okay, 347-0, comment. Hello? Yes. Hello? Yes. How are you? I'm fine. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Um, I'm calling because I want to understand me and my whole issues with relationships. Um, my sign, my sun sign is Virgo. I'm a Virgo. My moon is Capricorn, and my Venus is Virgo. So it's like because I feel like I have all these Earth signs, it sometimes makes me too practical, and sometimes people think I'm shrewd, they think I'm mean, they think I'm cold-hearted. And I'm not even like that, so. Hmm. You just deep, that's all. Still water's uh-huh. run deep. You just uh-huh. deep. Mm-hmm. And I'm always, I'm always attracting air signs. Like, it's, it never fails. Because that's who, that's your opposite, and they're sexually attracted to you. So it's like, like she said, she always uh, had Aquarius. It seems like I'm always running into Aquarius. Oh, <laughs> 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 
Too much too deep for an Aquarius. I can take that. But, you know, you just, you're too proud. I'm getting noise, but I, I, I'm, I'm just saying you too, you're too grounded for Aquarius. Uh, try to get away from Aquarius. You're just too, they're too open-minded and free. Aquarius, is, uh, air size is like the air. You can feel it. You can, you can, you can feel it, but you can't hold it. Mm-hmm. Grab, try to grab the air and hold it in your hand. You can't. So all you end up doing is smothering the Aquarius. You end up, he, mm-hmm. it's like a caged animal after a while. You just, you're smothering me. But this is the ironic part. I don't really have issues with them. I just get tired of them, and I'm I just leave them alone. Like I, I think wow. <laughs> it's like I get tired of them, and they and it seems like it never fails. Like I have all my Aquarius ex boyfriends; they're still my friends. Like we still friends because right. it's like I, I just move on. My issues is like Libras. I'm dating a Libra right now, yeah, you know? that's so the I don't it's air sign. Uh, your air mm-hmm. sign is your opposite. And and when you air sign is your opposite in Pisces. Pisces is yeah. water, but your opposite. Then you have your three uh, other opposites, which is Aquarius, Gemini, and Libra. And mm-hmm. air sign, sex must be good then. That's all I can say because you outside of the bedroom, your guys' relationship is going to wear down. Is, is yeah. That, and it, the only I'm, thing you're going to – okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm an earth sign, so, like, basically I date. I just, I, I don't, like, I'm not committing to any relationship right now. I'm still trying to wear it out and uh, wage it out. Like, I have a cancer friend, and I have um, a Pisces friend, and I have a mm-hmm. Capricorn friend, and I'm just trying to choose, okay, who can I see, who is ideal, what ideal relationship could I be in with any three of those signs? Because I'm seeing that the air sign is like a friendship. It's, it don't seem like it's, all, it's going to go towards anything romantic. Because even if they like me, I get turned off immediately. Like I'm like, okay, I'm, I don't even want to do with you no more. But when it comes to water signs, it's I'm not clingy, so it's like I'm yeah, trying to figure out. Right, water <laughs> signs have half of of you in them. They're kind of grounded, and then they have that party side. So you not mm-hmm. get bo- you won't get bored with a cancer. You won't get bored with a um, um, Pisces. I would stay away from, but you wouldn't get bored with a Scorpio or a Cancer. I, I, you know that relationship is going to be good. Those are your compatibles. Another mm-hmm. a, a Capricorn. Since you got a uh, Capricorn, as what do you say was your Moon sign was Capricorn? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that may be a little much for you, but still, it's a compatible sign. I would just stay away from the air signs. I really would. I would stick more with uh, Scorpio. Cancer, uh, Capricorn, and um, and Taurus. Oh my gosh, I can't stand Taurus. It's like we don't click. Usually, most Virgos can't, <laughs> but, but that's 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 one of the challenges of of a Virgo and a Taurus. Um, it's, it's like I like them, it. but then it's like we butt heads because it's like um I don't know if it's in my chart like. I don't know what it is that every time I try to become friends with a Taurus, it's like we too much alike until we butt heads. Bingo. Bingo. We know it all, so it's like. Yeah, bingo. See, but the the problem is, like my wife would tell you, she's a Virgo. The problem is (laughs) with you and Taurus is good, but Taurus live double lives a lot of times. Taurus men do. 
So yeah. and you and you know what they what they're doing, and that's what a what a class. He knows you too well. You can't lie to him, and vice versa. Yeah. So, but it's a it's a compatible sign for you. You're gonna have your struggles because it's right there. It's a it's the closest earth sign to you. You know, that's in terms true. of. When I have a final Taurus, I'm always running. It seems like these air signs be around me like crazy. It's like they wrap themselves around me. So it's like, oh, wow, I'm dating Aquarius being like it, like it ain't nothing. But it's like they said, I'm, they like you so mean, you insensitive to my feelings, and I'm like, okay, right, because we can be critical. Exactly. Uh, yeah. My wife just said it, Lisa. You got anything you want to add? Because you know this is our hot life. <laughs> well, I'm a, Vir- I'm a Virgo, so I'm born on the 16th. My husband talking to you, he is a Leo. Yeah. So uh, we Virgos can be, cri- we can be cri- we can be critical. We can be critical. We are most critical on ourselves. So that's something that we have to to work with. And you sound just like my husband saying, you sound like you're very deep <laughs> and uh, very discerning. So you know you got to watch the air sign, honey, because uh, they lie to you and they want to get up in that ass. You got to watch yourself, yeah. honey. <laughs> you know, because you know, you gotta listen to the rhythm. You know, you got to protect your ass. You know what I'm saying? I know. They want it, they right. they send it. They 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 like what they see. They sending out the call. They want you to know you can have this. I'm yeah, giving it to so you like gum and cheese, baby. They wanna, and I know one thing with Libra men, they would throw money at you in a heartbeat. Aquarius oh, a little so bit stingy, but Libra. They they throw money at you and it's like when you don't accept their money it's like a oh you disrespect so, that's all right honey for you gotta protect your ass <laughs> don't be giving your ass out to everybody that's all no, right no 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 because I know Virgo got two sides we got our virgin side and we got the heartless side and I don't mess with Virgos who they do what they want to do like <laughs> but yeah, being but that you know. my, my moon is Capricorn it's like I had I don't I'm not a girly girl so it's like you're not gonna see me wearing on paint. You're not gonna see me. Uh-huh. I'm, You're very frugal. You're very frugal. Yeah, very think, reasonable. I am the same I, way. I'm not. If I, I had it, I wouldn't do it. I'm yeah. very frugal with my money. So you know. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I got a lot, of, a lot of women got, have a lot of. Gotta wrap this yeah. up. Okay. Gotta wrap up. Okay. Um, well, thank you. Thank you. Does anybody else have a uh, question or comment so we can move on? I just want to try to get to everybody. I don't have a lot of time. So I'm trying to see if I missed anybody. 757, if you have a question or comment. 646, have a question or comment. 469, have a question or comment. I'm not sure if I got to everybody, but everybody's line is open. So if you want to jump in now um, with a question or comment, let me know now. I'm not sure if I looked over anybody. So you have the opportunity right now and a question. Yeah, you look over me because I'm still waiting. What? What your ass been, Ezra? Leave I'm sitting there waiting on you. I'm sitting there waiting yeah. on you. I couldn't see you. Don't you know I got to hit the stage tonight? Don't you know I got to hit the stage tonight? What What time? Uh, a little bit later. But I've been sitting here listening. I've been listening to the the stars in the in the atmosphere and the hemisphere. And I've been listening to all that, you know. Uh, I thought 
thought I was on Star Trek or something for a minute. You know, so Dr. Paul don't just jump there in front of me and touch my shoulder. I'm about to knock his ass out because I don't play that. Oh, Lord. But I can't get with that all every day of the week. Well, then you must be a Capricorn. I'm like, huh? <laughs> no, you got vaginal dryness, baby. You need to get with the right dude. <laughs> you can make opposite signs if the attraction is there. A 800-pound Sagittarius ain't finna turn on a 148-pound Leo. It just ain't gonna work. That's true. <laughs> Okay, what sign y'all? If your ass ugly than a skillet full of worms, damn it, you just gonna be unlucky that ugly. day. Ugly. That's true. <laughs> but I oh, do understand every sign have a personality too, though. Every sign have a personality. You know, I never date a Gemini. You know, uh, I really believe Gemini's if they written, they should pay for two people because both of their ass got split personality. <laughs> Hell, I don't fuck with no damn Gemini, man. I will never fuck with another Gemini nigga as long as I motherfucking live. I'm telling you. That's one of the worst things ever happened in the black culture for some low life to say the proper way to meet somebody. Go say, baby, what's your sign? That bitch. The hell? That's you didn't go over there because you think she was the sign you want her to be. You walked your ass over there because she looked good. You know, mm-hmm. oh, what's your sign? Stop sign. They can turn around and take your ass. That's my sign. Anyway, I didn't mean to do all that. I didn't mean to do all that. How y'all doing today? I didn't mean to do all that. <laughs> do you have a church organ, Ezra? Did you bring the choir or the organ player for church? No, nah, I didn't because I, I was right in the middle of transition, and I'm like, okay, you call me, I'm coming because, you know, you stepped in the other night, man, and we just we just killed it. So I'm like, let me hurry up and, and just get in with a prayer. I'm telling you, next week I'm bringing it. Okay. I'm bringing it. I need to yeah, yeah. start collecting some money. Could you know what? You got to come back. The preaching ain't helping nobody. Dinner or session. You know, this free preaching ain't helping nobody. You know, the preaching ain't helping nobody. The free preaching? Hell. They, the free preaching, you broke. You got to charge for this. this. Man, come on. I'm going to church tomorrow, but I'm going to tell you. I'm going to drink a gallon of water before I get there because I will be going to the restroom and <laughs> going to the office. So you don't go to when they pass out the offering tray. And I can't afford it this week, but I'm going to go. But I can't afford it this week. You know, going to church now is like, God, you got a budget. You know? You sure do. Budget. It's like going to Vegas. You know how much you got going in there, but you never know what you're coming out with. Because mm-hmm. they might know something. You start dreading folk out their damn money, you know. You ain't got to give it to me, but, you know, five stone to get it, you you all four tires to go flat. You ain't got to give it to me, but you might, your transmission go out. 
And, you know, hell, my check in life was on when I got there. So, shit, I gave him everything, hell. I, I didn't need a breakdown, you know, and that put me short for a couple of weeks. So, I, I mean, you know, I got to be cautious when I go up in there now. You know, if the spirit moves me, I ain't faint because they're going to pick my pocket. I'm going to hurt somebody. <laughs> no, no. Uh-uh. You ain't going to pick your pocket. See, this is, you know what? Hey, like, well, look here. One week, I just put a pack of nine ladies in there. Hell, that's all I had. You know. <laughs> Somebody eat them. You know. You know what, Edward? I want you, when you got time, we can start it tonight if you feel like it. I really want you to come back when you can next week because I wanted you to talk about what we talked about the other day, and especially being in church and religion and how stupid a lot of these black women are uh, with church and preachers and mean men out the church and in relationships, period, and how they screw in a lot of these men that like to get screwed in the ass by other men or like to screw men in the ass and screw their little boys and shit in the ass and they're getting these men all at home, and especially since I have personal experience with this and being around men and women and hearing these stories, you definitely have seen it because we both grew up in the church, so we know how it goes in there and how you're still seeing a lot of stupid black women with these men that they think are committed to them and love them because they're sleeping with them, but these men's assholes so tender and go out because they can trust out by them. She said their assholes are so tender. <laughs> be real, they busted up. They busted up, you know. They can't, they can't part without making a decision because hell, you don't know if it's wind or leftovers. They ain't got no grip, no. They just ruin, you know. It's just, you know, some grown men walk around with butt plugs, not because they kinky, but it's just ruin. Ain't nothing left. It's a big circus in the church. The church has turned into a sexual playground. And mm-hmm. it's bad because you got lost souls that's really trying to understand and discover the word, but you got so many predators in the church. And I don't mean just looking for little boys. You got grown men looking for grown men, you know, you got women looking for women, and I ain't gonna lie. I'm scared of God. It's certain things I only know like three of the Ten Commandments by heart, you know. But I ain't trying to break them. I ain't never killed nobody. I ain't never slept with nobody wife, and I ain't never just cussing, disrespecting my parents. The other ones, I ain't whatever. I don't want to memorize them because I probably do it, but if I know them like the back of my hand, and I can quote scriptures. Like I'm in a Bible drill or BTU or whatever, I'll be a low life dog to know it like the back of my hand and then go in there and do the opposite. And that's what's mm-hmm. happening. Nobody's scared mm-hmm. of God. You can't see him. When you go to your job, you know if you keep clocking in late or stay on the phone or playing on the internet or looking at porn, somebody watching you and they're gonna watch you and be your as a pink slip. But since they can't physically see God, they play with them and run games. Little second churches that close a heal sick souls, but it's a sexual playground and and a, and a religious casino. You know, you get folk in there that don't understand that all I have to do is think smart, budget, 
you know, and manage my money, and then I gain will. But you got some, so many that's lazy and believe in fairy tales. So all I got to do is stand up and tell you, give this, and you're going to get this back tenfold. Good measure, press down, shaking and together, running over. Open up a window, and then your ass getting your lights cut off every other month. So Bill or the ring say, man, I'm doing something wrong. If I keep walking backwards and tripping, hell, I'm going to turn around. Yeah, but we can, once again, I went off when you need to go there. But, yeah, we can talk about that. Yes, okay, what you were saying, remember you said you were growing up and this this boy, you didn't know he was gay, but you started with noticing something in high school about him, or you said this is the one whose uncle taught him how he was sucking this boy dick and fingering him in the asshole and got to the point this boy could not function with a woman, but nobody knew it. And you said you saw something going on with him in high school with other boys, just the one that ended yeah, up killing yeah, the boy? Was, uh, yeah, he was our, he was our star defensive player. And, uh, you know, at first we just thought he was, you know, stupid and crazy because doing pet rallies he would run on stage with a dress on and, you know, everybody fall out laughing or whatever. And he had a girlfriend, but... Nobody was in the bedroom with him. And right after graduation, he ended up raping and murdering the guy and went to prison. Mm. But, you know, after he came out, you know, he was saying that when he was a little boy, his uncle used to play a game with him. And his uncle would suck his, you know, suck his penis and stick his fang in his butt, you know, and it would make him laugh and it was fun. And then he started teaching him how to do it to him to the point where, he say, man, I tried girls and everything, but, you know, I was wired up different. So, you know, he actually said it's a button in your ass that when that button gets penetrated and you have a nut, do that act, then a woman ain't going to ever get that to you no more. And he said that's where he was. And, you know, he didn't even like to penetrate dudes. He was turned on being penetrated. You know, and doing all the stuff a woman do, even though he was six four, two seventy. You know, really mm-hmm. just little bench press three fifty. You know, he was just on cold point. I mean, he did. Now he died of AIDS. He gave it to one of our other teammates. You know, that he was hooking up secretly while we was in school, and then they started. You know, after we got out, they, he came out of prison. They started hooking up again, and you know, giving him AIDS. He died first, and then my boy died last. But yeah, it's, you know, you don't, don't trust your kids with nobody, you know. Don't you, trust your kids you think, with nobody. You said a lot of these men that are basketball players, football players, uh, wrestlers, they, they're all in athletics as well as, you know, in the choir that are really athletic uh, work out, a lot of them are undercover homosexuals and child molesters. Yeah, uh, and, you know, I'm in the entertainment game, and mm-hmm. I've seen some things that, you know, if you got to, you go to L.A., man, I got boys that went to L.A., you know, they come home for the holidays or something, and they really want you to think that they're in L.A., and they just blowing up, and they doing it big, and this, that, and other, but you're looking at them, you know, they, they go buy one good outfit to come home with, you know, and then they wear it to the club that night you see them, but in all actuality, they up there and there's eight of them living in an apartment together. Uh, he can only afford some rat-infested flea bag. And then 
outside Eddie sleeping in the car or whatever. But if a certain celebrity or somebody in the industry come up to you and say, hey, man, you know, I can put you down. i take you on the road with me. You know, you start making money. Well, they get tired of waking up four or five times a night, fighting rats off of them, you know, or sleeping in the cold, freezing or whatever. So he take the gig, man, once they can feed him a couple of grand in his pocket or whatever. Now, man, you could be living like this on regular, you know. You went to work with this program. Well, nigga, what's the program? You know, then this dude approaching. You know, it's what you got to do with this between me and you. If this get out, you know, your money cut off and I'm going to ruin you. And there's a lot of kids living there. Mm-hmm. A lot of kids living there from comics to rappers, singers, movie stars, the whole nine. It's, you know, Hollywood is a, is a dirty place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, all that's going on. I done had guys tell me, you know, man, you go to a party and they put you in the room with eight, nine chicks. You got one on your face. You got one riding you. You got one licking your nerves, nigga. Now all of a sudden, she get off and, you know, you getting the best head job of your life. You know, next thing you know, it's a dude doing it. You know. Mm. Yeah, you might get pissed off or whatever and run out the room, but you sitting around a couple of days later, nigga, okay, I'm 30 years old. I ain't never done it like that before. Now this nigga creeping around with that pump. You know, mm. and it got to be in you because you can't be converted from man to bitch. Right. It's got to be already in you. You know, and some dudes do it for the money, and then they try to convince themselves. I ain't gay, nigga. I'm just hustling. And then they get with a chick and spending a little money on her. That way she ain't questioning what, what he doing. You know, she like it when he gone because he going to come back with money. But she ain't going to question him. But he's sleeping with other punks and then just mm. spending a little bit on her. Now all of a sudden, you know, she keep lying, thinking mosquitoes biting on her because she turning red around the neck. You know, ass is sick. It, it, that's how I go. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's how I go. So what? You, so what are you saying that when you talk to these men, Ezra, some of them will tell you that they're not gay. They they just like getting their dick sucked by sissies. It's a separate issue. They still like women, but they feel like a man sucks their dick better than a woman and make them suck the nut harder than a woman. But they're not gay in their mind. That's what they're saying. Yeah, but they'll they'll try to come at you like you know I'm a quarterback. I ain't no wide receiver. It don't matter. A wide receiver is called a team player. You know, mm-hmm. a quarterback is called a team player. So if whether you sucking his or he's sucking yours, y'all on the same team, he's a faggot to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just, you know, uh. and, and ain't nothing on this earth been made, excuse my French, y'all, but ain't nothing on this earth been made that's better than pussy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's why we in the shape we in as a as a world. As a world. Okay. Forget all that about religion and all that overseas. A Jew fucked a, a, a Israelite uh, uh whatever. Somebody fucked somebody woman over there. That jumped all that shit off. Okay. Same over here. You got families that ain't cool because sex has something to do with it. 
You got friends that, that ain't speaking no more because sex has something to do with it. You got politicians risking their political careers and all their money because sex has something to do with it. Okay, so whether it's heterosexual sex or homosexual sex, it's ruining everything from church to politics to the world, families, the whole nine yards. You know, it, it just, we done took it and turned it into something. Ugly, you know, and I have well, to say, we because I'm living and breathing like everybody else, so I can't exclude myself from the world. You know, sex just made me do some stuff I ain't want to do. Married dude that's good. legally married that can legally have sex whenever we want to with our wife, you know, we done made bad decisions behind sex. I don't want to buy that no, damn car, but she gonna be bitching and mad, and we ain't gonna fuck for. Three, four weeks, shit, let me go sign up for five years of bullshit behind his ass. We ain't all done it. You know, if I take out the bill this weekend and spend more than I need to, I'm going to have to spend the hard all week. It just sex just make folk do stuff. You okay, tell us too, Ezra, what you were saying. It's a lot of married men that go behind their wife's back on their lunch break on the side or something, and they go into these fuck houses where it's all full of men, all full of sisters. Mm. Ooh, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I, I uh, and let, let, let me back up so I, because somebody will be like, this nigga gay? Hell no. Okay. <laughs> let me bring your best girl and she'll let you know. Now, I, I've been a church musician since I was in elementary school. I'm grown now. I'm 45. And when I was a kid, my, my sisters, you know, I'm the youngest in the family. Everybody else got at least 10 years, you know, on up to almost 20 years. I came real late in the family. And they used to always send me away or give me a quarter to go get a soda or cover my ears up or try to spell words over me. So I, I learned to be a spelling bee champ early. And I learned to comprehend and figure stuff out. And then finally my dad just sat me down and basically told me everybody that was a fag and everybody that was an undercover fag at the church and pissed my mom Mm. off, but you couldn't get to me. And the reason he told me that was because I was a musician and I was starting to play for more musicals and all kinds. They didn't have big concerts back then. They had musicals. It wasn't nothing but faggots. They come in with them pink suits and them lime green and orange suits, looking mm-hmm. like Little Richard and shouting up. Because they didn't have all them openly gay clubs, and it wasn't so accepted like it is now. So my dad started pointing them out. And I got a lot of gay friends through church. And it's guys that were married, that me and my boys would look at their wives. They'd be so fine. And we used to be sitting in church, you know, like, man, what you fuck up? Hell yeah, I hit it. And then all of a sudden, she started looking bad. And this poor crack even jumped out. She was looking bad. Come to church, dress ain't fitting right no more, losing weight, face sinking in, half five nine. Man, she must be snorting cocaine or something. You know, she drinking. And you find out, she would come home and find her husband in the bed with a pump. Mm-hmm. You know, but they ride together as a, as a man and wife couple. If they got kids, they ride together in church. Then all of a sudden, they start coming to separate cars, like somebody got to stay late for a meeting at church or this, that, and other. 
But now they live in a separate life because she's exhausted herself trying to win her husband back from these punks, and it ain't gonna happen. Mm-hmm. You know, and then they, and then you sitting there like, now this guy, he looks like a fag, but he he got a wife. This chick just so desperate to have somebody, she mm-hmm. married to him, and she knows he's a punk. And, and and I had a guy tell me, man, and this was an openly gay guy. So, man, I've been to parties where ain't nothing but married me in there with their rings on. I'm like, man, they be fucking y'all, dude. He's like, nope, mm-hmm. it's the opposite way. It's the opposite way. We fuck them. Mm-hmm. Like, bitches, we, we jack off in their face. Look mm. on them. I say, man, they get their ass dressed and go back home and try to be the man of the house. And it's the same with white guys that go let a dominatrix beat the shit out of them for the hour on their lunch break and go back in the office cussing and firing folk like they the shit. So that's sick perversion. And it goes on in the church. You know, they take a church trip and go out and this, that, and other. And next thing you know, they all on the bus, and you think, oh, they finna go out and drink. No, they going to find a gay club or someplace they can go be stone cold faggots away from the hotel with everybody else. But it's sad now because they don't go nowhere now. They just go in the same room together. Because you got so many ignorant ass folks be like, don't judge, don't judge. You know, we ain't perfect. Okay. But I'm not out here preaching to you about how good the Lord is and what he can do for me when I'm sitting here getting raw dick in the ass. You know. just... Now, wait a minute, Ezra, you, you said You said a lot of these men that act hard, got big muscles and stuff, they go to these fuck houses where all these gay men's at, and instead of fucking the feminine men in the ass, they got these feminine men spitting all on their face, blowing nuts all in their exactly. mouth. Exactly. Damn. Treating them like bitches. This dude told me that one guy had, like, four dudes on him, sitting all on his face, That's slapping him. And just, you know, shit that had my stomach just all jacked up. You know, I probably lost two pounds listening to that shit because I didn't want to eat. It's just, you know, these guys, but they portray themselves as manly dudes. You know, I'm a husband, I'm a wife, I'm a fa- I'm a husband, I'm a father. And then they go hide behind closed doors and do this. And ain't no way that these women don't really know what these guys are doing. Any guy that will subject himself to that kind of sexual uh, degradation and humiliation, he got to come home and, and display some kind of bitch in it. Got to. Maybe you know, they I don't. don't care if his so you... boy is very white. He's still coming home like a bitch. Look at him sleep. I bet his ass curl up like a bitch. Something. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying that these men, the husbands that seem so strong and fucking they woman, they really get turned on by another man slapping them, raping them. One fucking him got a dick in his mouth. One got a dick in his butt. Yeah, let me tell you this. This, this was the, this one of the, I done heard so much stuff. Like being around, you know, a lot of punks and men. I know girls, you know, I got so many female friends in church and whatever. 
we were sitting in this uh, restaurant one night, and this guy, when I first saw him, I thought it was a chick, but I kept saying, got a mustache, but, you know, and hairy lip, but it was a dude. And he was telling my friend about this guy that looked like a, he looked like a professional athlete, how his wife came home and caught them together, and the punk beat up the wife while the husband stood there, and she was sitting out in the car while they was in the restaurant. And I'm sitting there like, I really ought to just jump up and whoop this dude and go to jail because he's sitting here while his wife is in the car. And mm-hmm. he might come and better not say nothing. I'm going to go out there and slap her ass again. Now, mm-hmm. the reason he was able to do that is because that woman was broken. You know, mm-hmm. she was broken and... She was ashamed or probably ever let her family know what she had found out or whatever. Because a real woman would have left or died 911 or stabbed that nigga. Something would have jumped out. And I start hearing other stories. Because every time he come around, I just leave. So my friend was telling me, said he brought his brother around who was gay. And said that they picked up a dude in a restaurant one night. And he said he went to sleep, but he could hear his brother in there hollering and screaming and the wall banging. So when he walked in there the next morning, it was blood and shit all Ooh. on the mat on the sheet. And the and the brother said, "Yeah, he fucked me down to a low grave." And I'm like, "What the hell?" <laughs> so when he fucked him down to a the low, low grave. grave. That, that means he fucked him because he shitted and bled out of his ass. Yeah. All over. Ooh, Lord. Exactly. And I told her, I said, oh, because her daughter is my little goddaughter. So we bring that fact around my baby like that for real. You know, I said, man, you think it's funny? And she was showing me pictures of him wearing ladies' lingerie with a Coke bottle up his ass. And I'm like, you think that shit funny? I said, but what if that dude? What if that you had a little brother or you had a little son? Would you be letting him play with your little boy like that? He wouldn't mess with Okay, thank you, would. Thank you, would. So he let him be around his, his boys, his little boys? No, well, she had a little girl. She had a little girl. And, you know, he'd be like, come here to Amy, come here to Amy, and playing with Ooh, the little girl, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't mm-hmm. care if it was a girl or a boy. He, he, wouldn't, well, he just wouldn't bring his punk ass around me, period. You know, mm-hmm. bottom line. But I'm and was like, he dealing with women? Why. No, he was messing with, he was hanging with girls, because like I say, if you first look at him, he did look like a chick, but he had that little that little hair around his lip. You know, and then I'm like, that's a damn dude. You know, he went full blast with it. But the thing is this. That's why I have an a, a appreciation for a dude that'll just flat out say, you know, yeah, man, I'm, I'm gay, dude. You know, I appreciate you because at least you being upfront, you being honest. You ain't trying to bother me. But the guy that's hanging with me and I'm like, man, do you see that ass on that chick? Hell yeah, boy, I'll lay that out. And then you find out later he fucking punks. Oh, uh, one night he buying all the drinks and next day, you know, you know, he's scooting his chair close to you, about to get pushed in the damn eardrum. See, them kind of people are the ones I don't like. I hate the down low, brother. 
Because he's going to damage a chick, and when she get violated by him, she's not going to swear out dick. So the next relationship she get in, she's not going to say, uh, me and my husband divorced. She'll probably say, he cheated on me. Now, if you say with a woman or a man, she'll get offended probably. Because she'll never let you know it was a guy because she knows you're going to run from her because if that was a husband, he was hitting a wrong. Now, you don't want to gamble with the rubber breaking. So she's not going to say nothing, you know. And next thing you know, uh, a germ can be spread instantly, any kind of way, you know. Now, and what I, about I like the one still. Go ahead. What about the one, Ezra, you were saying that man, he was married to a woman. He going over there to that fuck house full of men, and you knew one of the men he was fucking, and they saying, you know, that man got sick. Found out he went to the dentist. Tell him about that. Yeah, yeah. Well, he was he was actually in a relationship with a married guy, and the married guy had told him that him and his wife was going through a divorce, and they moved in together. But the married dude was steady, you know, going back and forth to the house with his wife. And they got into a big fight or whatever. But they used to go to them parties together, you know, and do all that kind of stuff. But he ended up making a long story short. The gay, the openly gay dude went to the dentist, and they found a lesion in the back of his tongue. Ooh, Jesus. And, uh, yeah, and then uh, they, they stopped working on him and told him he had to go get tested. And he thought he was HIV. So you said right then, so you sound a low. They told him he had to immediately go to the doctor. They they would not yep. finish his dental work. Yeah, they couldn't mess with him. And uh, mm-hmm. he went and got tested. And he thought he'd be HIV, but he was full-blown. Oh, my God. But, but you know, he on the meds, and you can't tell looking at him now. So you said he still back up because they giving him them HIV meds, they giving him steroids to pump him back up to make give oh, him yeah, the illusion. He's okay. Yeah, he's bigger than what he he's bigger than what he used to be before he got sick. He's you know he's a bigger guy. You know, my but other homeboy. He look healthy now. Yeah, he look healthy now. The only thing about him, he ain't ever gonna try to get with a woman. You know, he ain't ever try to get with a woman. But you know. You never know what he'll do with other guys, you know. My homeboy. No, that's not the point. He, like you said, that's not the point I'm at. We know he's gay, but the point is his lover is a black man married to a black woman. Exactly. Even though he's been separated, he was still screwing that black woman from time to time raw. And not exactly. telling that woman. Exactly. He's, he's still, and he's still dating. He's still out meeting and having sex with black women. And so they are killing him. They're not getting tested. They're not asking this man his status. Genocide, yeah. honey. Yeah. Yeah, because and you got some guys that really feel like uh, I ain't gay. Uh, like I told you, uh, some preachers, you know, realize that certain certain men in the Bible was gay. Uh, they participated in orgies and had sex with men and all that. And so they really feel like they ain't gay and they ain't going to lose no no stripes. And they practice the same lifestyle. Most pastors were punk-ass choir directors anyway. 
that just realized I ain't going to make the money I want to direct in the choir, but I can get my own church and I can get a bunch of fools to follow me, you know. And and now they, they're in a position of power where they can keep a tight circle around them and keep them well paid and they can still bang punks and carry a first lady around on their own. So you think in while they are in seminary school to become ministers, the, the teachers in seminary school and the other students and preachers tell them, look, now the people that made, the men that were rich in the Bible was gay. So if y'all want to make this money, y'all need to start fucking men in the ass or getting fucked in the ass, and we'll make y'all mega preachers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Now how they come yep. off on them, what they tell them to make these men start screwing men. They tell you, you ain't, gay. You're not gay by doing this. Yeah, you ain't gay. You know, you ain't sticking your tongue in my mouth and all that, nigga. We just, you know, I was sitting there like, dude, man, dude, I don't get, I don't drink to get drunk. So, I'm listening to you and I'm really finna walk away from you. You know? <laughs> okay. Yeah, because I ain't trying to catch no case behind that. Touch my family and let me kill you. So I got a good defense, but they ain't going to want to hear. I just killed this bastard because he just said he want to suck my dick. You know? Wow. Then that's a hate crime on my part. Now, I got to play the role. So, wow. you know, if that dog don't hunt, you know, but if they out there, it's sick. Uh, I, I'll say this. Now, I, I, I was leaving names out, and I hope my boy never listened to this show and try to say it was me that told his story. But I would say this publicly, and and I don't care if he got family. They can come after me, and we'll go to court, and I'll lay proof out and get documentation and everything, and I'll just start telling some stories. And if it's folk that's still alive, they remember it. They'll know I ain't lying, and I get rich and sell it to Oprah. Mm-hmm. I used to participate in something called the Gospel Music Workshop of America. Rev. James Cleveland. When I hear his music, I turn the damn channel. Mm-hmm. Okay. Women used to go crazy because he had that deep raspy voice when he sang. You know, been a good day with well, him. Yeah, because you fuck four five dudes. It was a good day for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. Yeah, you stood on the banks of Jordan looking for booty. Quit lying. So he was a stone-cold faggot. Mm-hmm. And one year we was in Detroit, Michigan. I was a little boy playing bongos before I started playing drums. And they was talking and, you know, get out, just hanging around grown folks, looking in their mouth, go somewhere. And what had happened was he had gone to jail the night before because him and some old punks, was in the white folk hotel, skinny dipping, and popping each other with towels running through the halls naked. Mm. This was in the 70s. This was in the 70s. So, oh, that was James Cleveland. Yeah, James Cleveland, the, the big, black, ugly faggot. That's the sick thing. A big, black, ugly, ass-ass faggot don't need to be no faggot no way. You know, that's like watching Wild Kingdom, your big, fat, ass-ass running around here trying to be a bitch. Mm. So... He um he went to jail, but he turned out a lot of cats. Daryl Cole, Kirk Carr, all of them faggots, you know, hanging around that Jane Cleveland clique. Uh, 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 the Shirley Season and Gospel Caravans. They was all they was lesbians. 
how when them women would come in, he'd clean them up before he embalm them. He'd just do oral sex on them. And, man, Ooh. you know, oh. I'm sitting there like, you know, and he said it, it's on them old guys. They do them, especially them young boys, them come in, shot up there, so they do the same thing. We playing with their stuff and, you know, all kinds of stuff, banging them and all that. And, you know, I'm That's like, no, man. I, I, I know yeah, yeah. Um, it's just like they, they um, I talked to some, and they were telling me how upset they were. This man was telling me he picked up his uh, boy, said the boy was ripped up from head to toe, had muscles, a whole 12-pack up and down his stomach, whole body muscular, a good-looking young black boy, and said he just failed it. This was about two years ago. And he said he had because he would go pick up bodies. And he said, uh, they took him to the funeral home. He said that boy was so good looking. So he had one of the biggest, fattest, hardest dicks he had ever seen. So he wanted to suck and fuck that boy so bad. And I said, well, if he was as built as you say and muscular, why did he just drop dead at the gym? He said, because he got AIDS. He got oh AIDS. And he God. was hiding it by taking the meds. They got steroids for AIDS patients that will pump you up, make you real swole. A lot of these oh. men you see in these gym, real swole, it's full-blown. They got AIDS. They got HIV, and they're keeping the viral load down, and they're taking steroids for HIV patients to pump them up. So they go, all they got to do is go to the gym. Am I right, Ezra? Yep, you're right. You're right. And they be swole. And the only thing they they can't shoot up their face. That's why you see a lot of men look good, but their face looks caved in and old and sunk in. Unless they go get plastic and reconstructive surgery and they get fillers to pump up where the virus and ate up the fat cells, fat tissue, and they face so they won't have that caved in Herman monster look. So that's why you really need to check who you're fucking with because a lot Ooh. of these HIV patients will get surgery, plastic reconstructive surgeries and fillers in the face as well as take steroids to pump up the body and work out extremely and take the meds so that they will give you the illusion of natural healthy muscle and fat mass to look healthy. So he was saying how they would be lusting over and, and fondling them dead men in their in the funeral home and what I was saying about the other man so they need to watch they see people have got mad at me and said I was mentally ill. I don't really give a fuck. I'm gonna tell what the spirit tell me to tell. This is not what I just heard. This is what I know, and this is what I saw. And especially growing up in the church, and my mother's a preacher, and seeing gay men and lesbians get up there preaching and hollering and shouting, reading the Bible, then undercover the male preacher trying to go with my damn stepdaddy or going with another nigga in the church. The, the, his wife, the preacher wife, trying to screw my mama. And they trying to mm. do swapping sex. My mama let them spend the night over because they, they traveling to Atlanta to do a fucking revival and shit. And the alcoholism, the drug addict, fucking little cheer. I've seen this. And then all the people I have as my friends that I hang around, they tell me shit. And I see this. This same man that I said was gay was a master astrologer and basically a root worker and, and a seer. He took me to this barber shop, and it was this old-ass motherfucking man. See, see, that's why I don't really trust all old people, and I don't trust all old motherfucking black men with their teeth out and snuff in the corner pocket of their motherfucking jaw, because I know a lot of them men, their teeth them got knocked out by having them boys slam dick, and they motherfucking mouth and keeping their bottom teeth out. Then oh, they put Lord. a parcel in to cover that. 
but then they hop around and they got one leg and one heel dislocated or got a thick leg on, so them niggas gonna roll them out and wax them out with all that dick in their booty, or they got pumped around to the one of them damn temporary toilet toilet seats in their back seat, or got a can, or empty drink bottle by by them so they can stop and piss so they can't make it to the damn house, so them niggas gonna bust they flat out and they pop it. I know about it. I know about them. I know about them. And that nigga got one oh, leg and a hip Don't worry about what they're doing. Just give it, 
and let it go. But you back there two hours. What the hell are you helping them do now? <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. All the dude come up to the front. And you got and, and this is what I know. See, I I I, I know about how these faggots and and, and, and how they be operating at these motels because I, I managed a motel for two years when I was in college. And they would come up, get the room, then they'd always come back up. I need some uh, small towels and some extra toilet paper. And in my mind, I'm like, I did a room check. It's toilet paper back there. It's towels back there. You know, because at first I would argue with the, with the house cleaners and be like, y'all need to keep towels and shit in the room. We put it in the room, so I started checking behind them. But what it is, like she said, go back there busting a dude in his ass. It's not built for that. Mm. So they either shitting on themselves or, you know, they banging their ass up and now they got to jump on the toilet. And it's like giving themselves an enema all this stuff. So they run up, I need extra toilet paper. You know, and then them, them dykes used to come like that. I need some hands wiping paper. What the hell you want? Kicking the hell for? But I seen it all. I seen preachers, deacons, uh, choir directors, folk, just pew members. And I'm like, I remember that dude. He go to that church. I played that over all so and so. I know. Oh, that's pastor. And they couldn't see inside because of the way we had the windows tinted. It looked like foil paper from the outside. I could see you, but you couldn't see me. And the worst thing that ever I ever saw was this big cockstrong nigga with arms popping out his shirt. Came out of the room by midnight. He walked back up after he got in the car and rode around with whoever he was riding with. He came walking back up and he was like, hey, man, I need uh, another roll of toilet paper and a towel. You know, and I gave it to him. When he came back to turn in the key to get his key deposit back, I looked out the through the glass and into the car on the driver's side because man's facing outward and I can see the driver. Man, it was a guy my mom basically adopted, you know, through the church. He was the organist at our church. And I was like, ooh. So I told one of my friends, who a female, who I thought to keep a secret, but she went back and told him because he never came back and then he stopped speaking to me. One thing I can say, he just died um, this past year, but they claim mm, it was congestive oh heart failure. They said it was congestive no. heart failure. This was over 20 no. years ago. But he, no. was, you know, he was a big old 400-pound dude, but he was straight and punk, you, man. You said, you said, too, that this mega preacher that traveled and make a lot of money he was going with this lady that was traveling with him, and she told him she wanted to do a he wanted to do a threesome. And when she got there, while he fucking her, she heard him moan, and it was a man fucking him in his ass. I happened, yeah. Oh. She, uh, she got you know they, he, she got to smoking that weed and and drinking. You know she finna get ready for this threesome. But she told me straight up, she like he when 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 he came in the room, he had this big old nigga. Up. I said, Ooh. She said, my shit got weird looking at that nigga. I was ready to take that dick, you know. And she said that Rev started eating him. And then all of a sudden, he was, like, hitting her with his forehead and falling on her. And oh, her like no. a bitch. She said she opened her eyes and looked over his shoulder, and that nigga was back there smashing his ass. Ooh, and she got sick. Jeez. She said 
she got sick, and then she was crying and shit afterwards. She told him, she was like, crying. you know, you a fag. And he told her, it would be wise for you to keep your mouth shut and I fuck with my money. Mm. Yeah, so basically just he told, he told her, let me keep on tricking these people at this church and praying to the Lord and telling them to trust Jesus and take their money. Because if you tell the public that I get fucked in my ass, the church don't stop coming and supporting me. So it's best for you to keep your fucking mouth closed. Don't mess up my church money. Why would you cry? saying, I know people and I got resources. So he said, it would be wise for you not to fuck with my money. Basically, so basically, he, her, he was going to off her ass if she run her mouth. Yeah, that's, that's how yeah. he did it. Because yeah. a preacher ain't scared about Lutheran's congregation no more. She'll look at Eddie Long. People still pull up the new birth like dumb asses. You know, I done been there, done there playing Frankie Beverly before I let go for the Welcome to Visitor song. And you got a faggot up there with a wig sticking his fangin' little boy's ass and stuff. You mm. know. Mm-mm. Yeah, you know. And I call this punk ass out because I met him in Houston. He grown man don't shake another man's hand and then won't turn it loose. Mm. You know, trying to rub the inside of a man's palm with his finger. You know, all that little shit to see if he going to bite. You know, that's why he pump iron because he don't know if a nigga going to bust him in the mouth with that whole shit. So Eddie Long is a stone cold faggot, a butt pirate, all that, and I said it. You know, and new birth needs to either new birth or shut the shit down because it ain't real in there with that punk. And now his wife wanted a divorce. You know, you knew he was a punk when you got with him. That shit ain't happen overnight. You know, like I said on your other show, start doing your own laundry. Just because y'all are rich, don't let the maid do it. Check his ass out. If he got stains in the front and the back, get your ass away from him. You know, mm-hmm. Yeah, he's supposed to be such a, a holy man, and y'all family that pray together. You mean when he praying in your face, you can't smell boy dick on his breath? What's wrong with you? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. he had a stable of them. He wasn't just doing one every night, and then he go from house to house to house, putting them on. And this the killer. How you going to be flying thousands of feet in the air over water, crowded mountains, claiming you this man of God and fucking with boys on a plane that can crash because you bullshitting, it just don't make sense. You know, that's why I had said that shit about that barbershop because of what had happened to me when, when my boy was little and I didn't take my boy back in that barbershop because I could sense that that man was a punk and he was trying to be nice to me like he really liked me and he said he had been married and had kids before and I could sense that he was a drawed up ass sissy and he was his coach <laughs> that he thought was vulnerable. He was real little and drawed up like he had that package. He did close to women that vulnerable that he think is dumb that got young boys and then mm-hmm. his friends are bopping his hair and and I didn't like the way his barbershop looked because he looked like he stayed there. He had a room and just all kind of shit piled up, clothes and shit piled up around the corner behind the barber chair the saying he would let me go in that back room, and I believe that's where them boys, them young boys come and uh, rush up in his ass and got them discombobulate his asshole. That's what I mm. back that home. Cause he, it was a vibe I got, and the way he was going to tell my little boy to give him a kiss because he gave him a free haircut. And I was like, don't ever do that more because I will lock that door and I will take that blade and cut your throat in here. 
don't ever fucking talk to my little boy like that no more. And, and I told him, get up out of the chair, and I, left. I, didn't, I didn't come around no more because I would notice certain men when I used to date with my son's little boy. That's why I didn't let them all see him or come around him. I let my son look at him and watch my son's body because I could tell the way they would look at him and smile at him that they undercover was fucking getting turned on. By my six, seven-year-old boy, they found him sexual appealing. Mm-hmm. And that's why I learned from my, my gay friend, my uncle, he went to this barber shop. He said, you see that barber right there? I said, yeah. He said, I used to come in here, he said, and, and I was looking for him. I had to drop off. He wanted me to do some spiritual work for him. He said, and I went in the back. He was cutting my boy's hair. So he had a bed in the back of the barber shop, and he saw all of this blood on these white sheets, and there was a little boy in the bathroom, a little black little boy with blood hanging all out of his ass. Ooh. And he said, why? He said, don't. He said, clean that boy up. That's all he told him. Clean that boy up. Don't do that no more. Stop bringing these little boys in here, busting them in the asshole. I'm sure it was some dumb black bitch who had her boy out trusting its fucking barber it was an older black man who seemed religious and spiritual, clean and well-groomed, wanted to take him in and be a father figure to him and cut the little boy half for free. The little boy wasn't then by eight or nine. So you have to realize this is usually when the raping goes on, like before 10, because the boys are spiritual and they're full of a lot of light. Children are innocent and full of a lot of light. And a lot of these people are possessed of these spirits and entities, and they like to fuck these little boys in the ass before 10 and just... Uh, Combobulate them, destroy them, defile them, fuck their minds up. Especially if they spiritually they like to turn them out. He was having all the little boys in there cutting their hair. Mama wasn't around, daddy wasn't around. The boy is bleeding profusely, blood from the sheets, <clears throat> all down the floor. The little boy is in the bathroom with his asshole torn out, bleeding. And the man was just so calm about it, like it wasn't a big deal. See, stuff like this that I saw. And after I had my son, when I would just hang with my gay uncle, that that's why I'm like I am. People can call me all kind of names that they want to fucking call me. But like you, Ezra, and the media, all these people are confirming what I have always said about these niggas. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> just look at, um, look at politics, man. Uh, guys stepping away from all that money, you know, because another guy done come out and said, I've been fucking with him. You know, uh, I, I'm, he, he's been my gay, you know, partner, you know, and he got a wife. Look at the governor of uh, uh, New Hampshire, uh, Virginia, I mean, Governor um, McGreevy, you know, married and all that and carrying on with a gay dude. Then he finally, you know, a punk just like a... a, 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 a a jump out woman, eventually he gonna want more from you. And now this dude ain't gonna leave his wife. <clears throat> oh, he stopped the money train and gotta go public now. He gotta admit that he gay. You know mm-hmm. that preacher Ted Haggerty, he done flipped it into I can still make money out of being a punk. You know. He he got busted and he uses well, I was on drugs, and when I was doing drugs, I, I did this, that. You know, his wife stayed, which, you know, really she had to stay. They public. You want to fuck you at her husband, you know, as an as a undercover punk. 
you know, and then they showed him on the uh, show uh, last week that celebrity wife swap. He was on there, and he swapped. Uh, he swapped out with somebody. I forgot who it was. But when the family came out to the car, it was, no wonder they still together. They all fucked up. The little boys fucked up, and you know, <laughs> they just look like some goofy, deflected bastards. But you know, that's where we are in it's a society. Yeah, it's, you know, it, I, when you was telling that about the boy in the barbershop, I'm sitting here with my fist clenched, you know, just like wanting to hit something because so many black women, and I've seen it growing up in church and didn't realize it until my daddy pulled my coattail, and even now I see it and I try to say something, and I've been blackballed from a lot of churches, you know, I don't... You know, I don't care no more, you know, because if you got to blackball me for the truth, then, hell, I don't need to be there no way. When these women go, go up there and tell Pastor what you did in school today, like he going to chastise him and his son. Go show rev your report card. Go show rev your report card. Go show on your football truck and tell him what you did. And you thinking that these women are so manless in their life you know, that's what he should be telling his grandpa. You know, his no, grandpa, somebody. No, no, Not, no. not the preacher. No, no, let me tell you. Let me tell you. I ain't saying it. I ain't saying every. But I'm not saying every. I'm not saying every. You know, we, everybody got stories. You know, you know every grandpa ain't, ain't a good grandpa. He done done shit to the daughters. You know, he done done shit to the daughter. That's why the daughter won't let grandbaby go stay over there because mama let daddy do this shit. You know, now I ain't going to let him touch my daughter. We, You know, we all got there, but every grandfather and every daddy ain't like that. But to just put your child in the trust of a, 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 a preacher just because he a preacher or a deacon so-and-so, if you go look at, and I told guys this, I don't have TV on, on my cable. But I told guys some stuff about uh, Billy Preston and a couple of mm-hmm. uh, man. They like, e, you wasn't lying, man. They said, man, he got molested in the church. I mm-hmm. said, yeah. But his grandma and them was like, and this is how the church is. It's a big fucking clique. Okay, let's say the Jones yep. family, they got money. So they always putting big money in the whole church. No, they got so everybody want to be friends with the Jones family. Okay, now let's say Deacon Jones is a fucking molester. Okay, he might touch your child. And if you say something, Deacon Jones got some money, he might be able to get a good lawyer to defend himself. But in the meantime, in between time, You've been alienated by the whole church because you fucking with the money family in the church. Mm-hmm. And it's the same way in the family. Uncle Joe work at the plant. He make money. Anybody need money, he loan them money. He big money son at the family reunion, you know. So if he fucking touch your daughter, squeeze her titties or lock her in a room and try to rape her or whatever, and she tell them, we don't want to be ostracized by our own family, so you tell her, shut up that food and keep your mouth shut. 
You know, shouldn't have had mm. jeans in there. He should have been running around outside with everybody. She was just going to the bathroom. He snatched mm. in the room. Fuck you go with your right. and your child for that shit. So You're right. You're right. that kind of stuff goes on, though. Yeah, I know that. But when I see these single women, I always, uh, uh, even the choir director, you know, uh, letting him uh, take your son uh, to get a haircut or take your mm-hmm. son shopping or to get some ice cream. You setting your mm-hmm. son up. Look at, look at the pro football player say his mama worked the night shift. And when she yeah. leaves for work, a boyfriend would come in and put a yeah. and make him suck his dick. Yeah. yeah. He was on Oprah. He was on Oprah. That man exactly. is messed up. That man is messed up. Messed up. Yeah. Damn uh, good football player. You know, yeah. and it's hard not yeah. to love your mama because that's who brought you here. But when they let shit like, that's why Billy Preston was the way he was. You know, people, Donna Hathaway, he's a paranoid schizophrenic. Yeah, because they had a little four-year-old boy. Oh, he can show play that piano. Yeah, now all these old men and, and shit in the church fucking him and messing with him, and these old women telling him to shut up that noise and hush up and keep playing. Now he don't have an outlet. So one night he go out with the wrong white dude and get on some crazy-ass shit and can't come off of it. You know, you sitting in the studio singing the best song of your life and you scream and go hide in the corner. And jump out a window, Ooh. you know. And, and the people don't the realize it. Yeah. See, I that's, my that's what I'm saying, too. That's what I'm saying, too. I want my friend uh, Ricky to call in because he was on the show last night. See, you got to watch them old-ass men that's Masons because a lot of them old-ass men that's part of some, not all of them, but a lot of these old men you see around here hopping around with all that gray hair on their head or hair pulled out the top of their goddamn head, bent over with their hand, wrinkled up and bent up and need some pinkay on them. They tense up so they curved up to curl around in them other men's motherfucking ass and them damn preschool ass. <laughs> oh, girl. You laying it down, yeah. y'all. Y'all killing me. A lot Ooh, of don't forget the pamphlets. Yeah, they 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 pick them pamphlets up out that show, and see you'll notice a lot of old motherfuckers is sneaky when they go buy them pamphlets because you notice the pamphlets, the adult pamphlets get gone. You see them You know, I never really see many people buying them all them grown people pamphlets. You're the one that's getting fucked in the ass because they hide in it. They don't want nobody to see them in the daytime. Get them damn adult pamphlets from the grocery store. I mean, oh, let me say I this, man. This, this is something, you, you know, this, I, I'm literally, because people can go back and listen to this whatever. I got a one-of-a-kind <laughs> voice, and my name is left right. I'm really putting my career in jeopardy by saying certain things and all this cussing, but that's how serious I am about this punk-ass shit, you know, that being swept under the carpet and little kids are being violated, you know, and these new Christians that, that just woke up and went and heard a good-ass song at this bullshit building that's supposed to be a church, now all of a sudden, I'm in the word, I'm in the, they setting your ass up, dog. Yeah. You know, you volunteering, thinking you you on fire for the Lord or whatever. It's, it's punks in high places looking at you. And that nigga dressed yeah. you when he so they don't you know, remind they me. They, 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 they remind me all the time. 
Yeah, they, they throw get him me on this committee and, and, and get him working on this committee, whatever. You know, it might take a while, but I, I can set him up. I can set him up. You know, that's how they thinking. Mm. That's how they thinking, man. I, that's why I spend so much time when I could really be on the road and go on doing shows every weekend out the month. I make sure and let you know I spend all my, my week time with my kids and on yep. the weekend, you know, I don't allow my son to go stay with other people or none yeah. of that mm-hmm. stay at my house because I'm like this. You go over this boy's house and he got a, a, a uncle that's living there or a free mm-hmm. dad or whatever. Once you violate my son, your ass might well just lay on the ground and start stinking because I don't want to hear shit. Okay, mm-hmm. you could be on the front row, Jesus, keep me near the cross. That ain't going to stop me from putting <laughs> bullets up in your head. <laughs> so that's just, man, I'm just keeping it real. You know, I work out because they test you at, they check you for weapons at the courthouse, but I jump over that damn aisle and choke the fuck out you. So don't touch my kids, my son or my daughter. I don't let them go. You know, my daughter have a couple people. You know, I better stay with you know with them because you know I'm alright with it. But I had to tell at an early age, you know, don't go to the bathroom in the night once you're in that room with your friend. Sleep, but don't ever be scared. I don't care if somebody put a knife to your throat or whatever. Don't ever be scared to say I'm gonna tell my daddy he's gonna kill you. And my wife called me. I was laying in North Virginia. Be careful what you tell these kids. I said, what happened? She said we was in the store, and my uh, I had dropped something. She said, and the man picked it up and tried to hand it to you know my daughter. But he, when he handed it to her, he reached for a hand with one hand and was gonna put it back in her hand with the other hand. She said, "Don't you touch me! I told my daddy to kill you." <laughs> and I said, "That's what right. you mad for? Damn it! I told her to say that shit." That's, That's right. right. That's right. Yeah, but damn, I said he might have been the most innocent guy in the world, but on his way out there, story that. Your daddy will fuck me up. That's all I need to leave on your mind. You know, and you have to do that. But that's okay, too, Ezra. You got to watch these men's organizations and these girls' organizations because I've been hearing it from these people that know Masons or that have been in the society that got out. They're saying that these Masonic orders, they're also female Masonic orders, like you said, and female church groups. It's called the Easter Stars. It's the Easter yeah, Stars. Yeah, the Easter Stars. I'm, I'm, I'm a form. I'm, I'm still a Mason. I never not be a Mason. I'm not an active Mason because. And here's the thing: I have female friends at Easter Stars, and and they always, you know, I remember they used to, man, you gonna go to Grand Lodge? We going to, but you gotta go to Grand Lodge, and that's like out of town. A big convention. Not far away. And I'm thinking, yeah, we're going to Green Lawn. We're going to meet other Masons and Easter Stars. And, you know, it's really about fellowship, brotherhood, sisterhood, networking. <laughs> shit, ain't nothing but a goddamn orgy. My homegirl telling me uh, she didn't have no transportation. So one of her Easter Star sisters, like, you can ride with uh, me and my husband. And they get up there, and next thing you know, they knocking on her door, you know, want to do a threesome. Oh, my God. You know, and I got one home. Fuck so many guys up in the, in, in the, in the, 
in the lodge and all that shit. It's just it's a free party. Club when they had their little get together parties, how they freaking with each other and all that shit. It's just it's ridiculous, man. But and and like we said earlier, we begin this conversation. It's all about sex. But too what means as well, they get stuff. If they get in them church organizations and the major organization East of Star and they all fuck each other, um, bisexual parties, gay and lesbian parties, when they go to a bank or they go to an organization they want a job, they they brother now, my my brother's keeper, my sister's keeper, they throw a little cold. They gonna get him the job if they go in court, the judge gay, the district attorney gay, they come in there, they need help, they remember them from the sex party or they want their brother, their sister, they throw a certain code. Oh, okay, so you my brother, they can get them out and do them favors. So that's the perks of having sex and being members of these secret societies. It's a whole network of them. Whatever they need to get in, whatever problems, they they brother keep or they they gonna get them out of it. Yep, yep. It, it, it's it's a uh, and it's crazy. I mean, sex is whether well, it's straight sex or perverted sex. It's just man, it's something that you gotta have your head on right, you know. Or you ain't gonna you ain't gonna get through it. You should have had this thing out with some teenage boy supposedly dropped dead because he in one day he masturbated 42 times or whatever. I still don't know how they killed him, but, you know, that's where we are in a society, you know. Oh, ain't no masturbate 42 times in a day. He wasn't ejaculating 42 times, so what killed him, shit? He must have saw a movie with his mama in it and had a heart attack. Because I'm... <laughs> It, it, you know, that's where we are, you know, in society with just sex and sex perversion. You know, you can't watch a commercial now without sex in it. I had to make my daughter turn, change the, uh, she had something on the XM while we was riding. And every song had something to do with sex. I just started listening to lyrics because the beats mm-hmm. would throw you mm-hmm. off. And you jamming that beat and she... I like the way you beat it up. You made me scream, the way you worked in him. And I'm sitting there like, hold up, change that. Change that song, you know, that song with T-Pain, 5 o'clock in the morning. I just liked it. And then I started listening to the lyrics, and I'm like, oh, damn, you can't listen to nothing. Well, I can't do it. You know, and it's and just that's what I wanted to say, too. Um, Ricky, the one that was on last night, saying that them Masons, he drives the school bus. I don't know if you heard the show last night, Ezra, and they got mad at him. They say it was because they didn't like a book he was reading with Holly Selassie in it, but really, too, they tried to recruit him in that Masonic society. All these were old-ass men, six and seven years old, married with children. They also drive the different children's school bus. Y'all need to watch these uh, school bus drivers. A lot of them, he said, come to school, to, uh, come to uh, pick up the children, get ready to ride the bus, drunk, thinking, getting on their fucking on the damn bus. Mm. And when he wouldn't be a part of it, they got on that man bus. Ooh, Lord, have mercy. Man. When he went on that they put it on the camera. They hid some cameras in the bus. They end up pulling their drawers down with shit cracked up in their ass and rubbed they stinking ass back and forth across that man damn terry cloth seed or velcro the tweet. God damn. Man, I would tell you, I would tell you, 
Let me tell you this story, and I shouldn't really say this. Lexus, when I get rich, oh Lord, play this mercy. shit because I ain't paying you no blackmail money. You just add this shit. I don't care. Now I'm gonna tell you. You know how they had them, uh, them debutante balls like Miss Congeniality and blah blah blah, all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I went to, a, I was an escort at a debutante ball. Okay. And this chick, you know, we had been practicing, uh, learning how to do the walks and a couple of dances together, whatever. And, you know, I'm feeling her, and she liking me. So, you know, I'm like, man, I'm going to hit her one day. I'm going to fuck her. I'm, I'm going to get some. Well, that night at the deal, you know, we all had hotel rooms, all the guys in their rooms, the girls in their room, whatever. Well, this guy, he was playing uh, the, the the piano. And you tell he was a faggot, stone cold faggot, gay. Fat, gay motherfucker. Well, they had girls like sleeping on the floor, you know, they had, like two to the bed and all that. So I sneak in the room with the girls. I'm under the cover, me and old girl, we doing our thing. All of a sudden, the door come open. Now I'm like, shit, we busted. They doing a room shit this late. So it's the girl that I'm in the bed with daddy. All right, now I've always thought, you know, not highly of the guy, but he would come around the church every now and then. He wasn't a regular Sunday comer, but, you know, she was and her mama now. When he comes in, I'm frozen. I'm under the cover, scared in the motherfucker, like, man, if he pulled his cover back. I'm in trouble ten times over. Plus, my mama and them going to find out. Well, he don't come over to our bed. He walked in, he looked, and then he laid on the floor, got under the cover, and started fucking that pump. <gasps> when is the now, girl dead? Now, I know oh. I can't Here go the killer, though. Here go the killer. The girl ain't. Flinch ain't act shocked. Oh, goddamn it, that's my daddy cheating on my mama. He, none of that. She just holding me still, like, you know, don't move. I ain't gonna move. We just there. But, you know, we can hear he's slapping his ass, fucking him. <gasps> now, after they finish, he gets them nigga up. They go in the bathroom. And they run in the shower for about a good 20, 30 minutes. Now, I really want to jump up and run out, but she's steady holding like, and I'm like, damn, you know, I'm trapped. Don't want to fuck no more. You know, big wimp like a wet ramen noodle. And he fucked that boy again in the shower. And he came out. He went on out and went back to his room. Huh. And and he laid on that floor and went back to sleep. Bell thing. That's how serious this shit is. Oh, my God. You know, oh, my fucking God. So she, That's oh, how serious this shit is. She's just this just whole sexuality camp. shit is crazy. But they try to make it look like, well, if you look at some porn on the internet or you got a DVD and it's, even if it's heterosexual sex and you jacking off or whatever, oh, you just such a dirty, filthy, nasty person. But then they'll say amen and fall out and faint when they know a known dick sucker, sodomizer, is standing in front of him shouting some bullshit at him. Mm. 
And did you see her anymore? Or did, you ever, did you ask her about what you had just seen? Ezra, did y'all ever talk about what you saw? Hell no. But you know what? She turned into a full-fledged guy. Oh, I see why. He probably was fucking her. No, when she told me, she said, I'll never let another man do to me what he did to my mama. Oh, my wow. God. And she, and she swole up and got big as a house and stuff. Oh. All that shit. I mean, big, fine, sexy motherfucker. Beautiful. You know, and I started dating her sister. <laughs> you know, it's like her sister was, you know, cute and skinny, but and didn't give a damn. She said, "I love some dick." So okay, hey, come on. But that's how serious this stuff is. These married dudes are married because they feel like that's a diversion. But they faggots. They hang around a bus station picking up them runaways and them boys laying on the street. You know, they hang around on their bookstores and shit, all that kind of stuff. You know, Eddie Long just had the money to try to keep his out of the public eye. But once again, you fooling with punks with feelings. You know, and just because this boy don't want to bend over and let you lick his ass that night, you know, you cut him loose and take his money from him, yeah, he gonna go tell on you. And there's more out there. Because if it's me and I got a million dollars, you can say Ezra a punk. I'm gonna ignore you, but when you say Ezra raped me and had sex with me, yada yada, I'm suing him now. We going to court, but I damn sure ain't finna settle with you. I'm going to court to defend my name because that's all I got. So when you settle, you guilty. That's just it. Ain't no law you finna tell me. Man, just sell this and pay him because you ain't got time to go through. I got time. I got time because as long as I'm living, my name is my name. I got time. Yeah. yeah. You know, we, I ain't got shit my name. I can lose all my money. I can lose all my hair, my fingers, my toes, my teeth. But guess what they're going to say? Goddamn, Ezra lost all his hair, his fingers. His... I still got a name, so you ain't going to fuck my name up. Right.
because they stopped one of them with his brand new white BMW and had drugs and a gun and a gun in the car in Florida. So we have heard exactly. them they've had trouble. Exactly, mm. and they and that's all an escape, man. They they on drugs and all that because it's an escape. Mm-hmm. You know, and they, they the young boy. He had a young boy in the car with him, so now we know he's repeating the cycle. And yeah. then what, I, mean, I can really remember just, the first time I had sex. I I, I slept good because it was something new, but I remember it. So think about the first time a boy like that was violated, and then it happened over and over and over again, and you got to go fall asleep, and that shit ringing in your head. You know, a lot of them get on drugs just for that purpose. You know, but had anybody and somebody, heard from the and mama telling you, but here's the thing, you got a lot of pedophiles that's telling these boys, this who you are, this who you this who you gonna always be. Yeah. You know, you need to keep doing this. You need to keep doing this. And they hear that shit ringing in their head. Just like somebody mm-hmm. keep telling you you ain't shit, you ain't gonna never be shit, your mama ain't shit, your daddy they keep ringing in your head and some people actually buy into it and don't end up being shit. You know, wow. it, it, it's, yeah, it's, it's, that's, it's deep, you know. But it ain't just Eddie Long. It's other pastors that's not that popular that's doing it. Look at Jamal Bryant. Got a 16-year-old girl pregnant. And she don't want to have an abortion, so he get his, his boys to rough her up and harass her. And she ended up going into labor early, and one of the twins died. You know, Aww. his wife left him, but he still got a church. He was just at the Georgia Dome. And they talking about this pack in here, brother Brian, putting the word on whatever, slapping his bitch ass in the mouth. Mm, it's real the same shit. food that went on TV talking about God don't know nothing about arithmetic. He can't add, he can't subtract, he can't divide. All he know how to do is multiply and everybody jumping up shouting like some damn fools. Last time I checked, multiplication was a part of arithmetic. Okay. And you had to learn how to add and subtract before they let you start multiplying. But we but so really desperate to hear about how we're going to get free money, we let people like that run bullshit on us. But when was this, Ezra, he did that to the 16-year-old girl? That's been about two years ago, somewhere around there. His wife filed for a divorce on him behind that. And he, he was not arrested? Brian, the same nigga that had Zane in his church. Doing a book signing and a seminar. What Zane that yeah. writes the Sex Chronicles? Exactly. That, that Zane that writes the the books, the, the exactly. fictional sex stories. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. At yeah. church now. At church. Oh yeah, but they tell me, oh, we googled you, and you cursed on the video. I cursed on the video. I said ass. That's what I said. I said, hey, sit your ass down. That's what I said. Okay. I turned. Yeah. Okay. I don't need to be in your church. But that's how that's how church folk are worse than unchurch folk. Because they pick and choose, you know who they want, who they want. Yeah, or what they what's right what how you gonna uh talk about when I was out there in the world, I used to Oh, okay, your ass doing the electric slide now just to a gospel tune with an R&B beat. Ignorant ass, you ain't doing nothing. I went to one church, they were teaching a dance. We got the shuffle, and I slide to the left, 
slide to the right and I rock with it. And I'm saying, I ain't getting up doing that shit. Hell, I ain't getting up doing that. Now, if I felt like it, that'd be different, but you ain't finna just get me up doing monkey see, monkey do, and I'm not even drinking your Kool-Aid when you pass around them crackers. Now, I don't trust none of y'all ass. So, it is crazy, man. It's crazy. That's why I, I, I do believe. I'll be like, man, when I get to be an old man, but, man, we might be coming to the end with all this crazy shit going on. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we might be, but, you know, uh, I, I, I read the words of Antoine Dotson, hide the kids, okay. <laughs> lock the doors. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hide the kids, lock the doors. You don't know. I don't believe in Santa Claus, but I believe in Satan Claus. His ass is running around here. Yep. Yeah. It's some some dangerous folk uh, walking around here, closed scriptures, waiting, like they say, waiting to devour and destroy you. You know, you know, it don't make sense for a church to brag about we just built a hundred million dollar facility, you know, but eighty percent of my congregation on housing. Yeah, it don't make sense. No jobs. You're right. I don't give a damn if you live in a project and your uh, eight year old daughter uh, could be snatched in a house by a bunch of crackheads and raped on the way. I don't give a damn about that. Just bring me that money. Sad. Uh-huh. That's what they really want to say. They don't want to say. So you'll see, you're going to get good measure, praise now. Give me that damn money. If they can get away with just saying, I don't give a fuck about none of y'all issues. Yeah, your life will do whatever, and come back at lunch, but give me that money. If they could tell you that and get away with it, they would. Mm-hmm. They would. Well, a man robbed God. I do ties and offer. Okay. I'm not robbing God. You know, if I steady see that I ain't in the increase, but, hell, you done bought a new helicopter and two jets, you know, and my transmission slipping. Damn it, I need to reevaluate the situation, you know, and put me a savings toward my transmission. Mm-hmm. So I can get to work and get my check, you know. You ain't robbing God. You, he, he knows you, and he knows what you're going through. You know, that's why people need to read for themselves and understand. Quit going letting the preacher tell you what you want to hear and find one that'll tell you what you need to hear. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the key right there. You know, I've been to many churches, and he's trying to actually pre- teach a topic, but it ain't going over good. He flipped the script, started catering to the women. You can do bad by yourself. Get rid mm-hmm. of so-and-so. Get, and that get them on their feet shouting and hollering, and then they finna pass that plate. It's all about Punk ass. Bring your credit cards up to the altar, and he was cutting them up. 
at the altar. I don't know if y'all have seen that episode. He's cutting them up. But at the end of the show, it said for a copy of this uh, this this sermon series, you know, you can use your MasterCard, Visa. I'm like, what the fuck? He just said cut them up and don't mess with them no more. Yeah, that's that when you want to buy shit from me. Don't cut it up. That's yeah. Right. And, and right. it's a trap down here in Houston, man. He uh he don't celebrate Christmas no more. And I keep telling people the reason why he brainwashing his audience is because he know folks spend more than they need to for Christmas, and they have to spend the rest of the year, the next year, trying to recover. That's money mm-hmm. he ain't getting, so he can get your ass to quit celebrating. That's more money you keep paying him. You know, ooh, ooh, watch how you put your mouth on that. Whatever. I ain't put my mouth on no goddamn body. I just said something. Do y'all think that Juanita Bynum would ever come back again and be as big she's as she was? She's still out here. She's still out yeah, here making still money. <laughs> she's still out here making money. She ain't going to marry another faggot, but she's still out here. The man so just, just not you just don't you, yeah that's what I was just about to ask. So they just don't basically cut her video. off. They cut her off and they 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 don't embrace her because of what happened. The men. Well, some, not some churches her. don't let her. Some churches don't let her uh, in their church no more because she's not a wife anymore, and she talks you know about relationships and marriage and all that, but. Uh, She's still going around all these women's conferences, and she throws her own stuff now and charge at the door yeah. and make money. Uh, but she was, she met that dude, and uh, she was the marriage counselor for him and his wife at the time. What? Faggot ass. What? Yeah. And she married his punk ass. He's a punk, and she knew he was a punk, and he made that video. I mean, he tired of relieving himself over the toilet and all that stuff. She knew he was a punk. She just never thought he'd fight her like a bitch in that parking lot. That's wow. all. That was that wasn't because they were trying to work out their marriage. She was there with a woman, and he was there with a dude. <laughs> That's all that was. That's all that was. You know, you blowing my cover, bitch. You blowing my cover, and they get to scrimmage like little bitches. So she um. When she did the little thing where she took her shoes off and fell in T.D. Jake's feet and all that, you know, he's a faggot too. So that was all for show. Then they fell out. Now she ain't, she don't, they don't even speak to each other no more. You know, all that kind of stuff. If y'all really about what y'all say, y'all, why y'all having all these disputes and feuds and animosity floating toward each other? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I found out you got. Bishop so and so coming in, but you giving his ass fifty thousand for coming, and you don't want to give me with fifteen. That's fucked up. That's the kind of stuff going on that we don't hear. Right. So well, you ain't pulling that many people no more. Shit, this nigga hot right now. Fuck all that. I was with your ass when you first started. That's the kind of stuff you don't hear out in the open. That's behind closed doors. You know, don't call me no more. I don't want to hear that shit. Fuck you! I'm telling you, man. I've been, I've been, you know, I've been in church. I know. I've seen the I pastor mean, come up in the finance room. How much we take in a day? We well, did about sixteen hundred. Man, that's some bullshit. 
Some motherfuckers <laughs> stealing. Huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. And I told you know what? And you bring you bring Jesse ass up here. I'ma tell that motherfucker, all them hymns doing a goddamn offering. Man, people ain't trying to hear that shit. We gotta play some up tempos. Well you need to tell his ass that he wasn't even squealing today. Motherfucker ain't gotta squeal every goddamn Sunday. And I'm sitting there like, Oh, okay, this shit is wow. Yeah, it's big business. Big business. Yeah. I really want to do a movie and just expose that shit. Because I'm telling you. I'm telling you, this is nasty Harvey preaching. You know. Man, but I, I, you know, I still cuss, but I got to make that money. You know, I got to pay these bills. You know, but I'm preaching. Okay, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to stay out of hell because it's too damn packed down there. I want to be able to move around without bumping into every damn body. Oh, that. <laughs> you know. Well, Lexus, I got to get ready because I got to get ready to go on stage in about an hour. Thank you but, so uh, much. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I, 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 man, you know, I'm, I'm serious about, you know, the stuff you talk about. I had a guy, man, he pissed me off yesterday because he was like, man, you know, I wouldn't associate with her, man, because stuff she say on, you know, I've seen her stuff. It ain't vile. Yeah, she got a million hits, but it didn't come instantly. It came up a couple of years. I would have my name affiliated with because she ain't doing nothing but just saying a bunch of bullshit. And she, I said, hold up, dog. Why you talking mm. to her, nigga? Okay, think about it. You sitting up here calling me the day before want me to watch a video of a dude dressed like a woman saying bitch, 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 and he got another oh. guy to go Jay Leno. That's some ghetto ass shit that only black folk gonna listen to or watch white folk gonna laugh at it and call us buffoons. I said, so she telling real shit, and you have an issue with it because she okay. probably fucking up your little game because when she tell a woman, you know, don't file for the dick, don't be no slave to some dick, and you might have one that's a slave to it, but she watched this and decided not to fuck with your weak ass no more. Man, you, you mad at her. Okay. What's up with that? That ain't ethnic shit. That ain't buffoonery like the Wayans brothers or whatever. That's just real straight talk. Yep. You know? You want to come to me talking about, I'm taking these little kids. I fuck these kids. I fuck them. Okay. Okay. You ain't no real dude because you taking a pill or fuck. You need help, weak dick ass. So I had to get on it. I'm like, man, don't be going off on my girl because I said, man, I'm finna do a Lexus Tyler show and I put it on my Facebook page. You know, he, man, I, I ain't trying to get in your business, but I wouldn't I would be affiliated, affiliated with her. You know, she, she ain't going to help you get nowhere. I ain't asked her to help me get nowhere. That's my friend. You know, okay. she want me to say something, I'll say something. Right. I believe what she's saying. You know, there's too many women out here addicted to dick. My boy just going through shit, had to call the police on his Bible study partner who's so into the word, and I'm telling him, don't fuck her. Oh, no, she's like my sister, man. She doing scripture, doing scripture. He had to call mm-hmm. the police on her. I said, when you start fucking her? Man, one night she come home and get to lap dance. Okay, but that's your scripture talking home, girl. Mm-hmm. But what happened? You fucked and then she went from uh, uh, scripture to let's set a date. And your ass got scared. And now she's like, 
I gave you this ass, nigga. You gonna marry me? And you had to call the police to get ass off your house. Mm, mm, mm. This you the know. same one that talked about me? No, no, this is another cat. I'm just saying how he, you know, telling me how good this girl was and she in the Word and the Bible, blah, blah, blah. And I'm standing telling him, don't you fuck her. No, it ain't even about that. It ain't even about that. You know, and it turns out, yeah, that's what it was. She played that role long enough. Then she threw it on him and thought he was going to be wanting to get married. He said, I ain't getting married. Now he got to call the cops and get her restraining order. You know, the other dude just a hater. You know, he's just a hater. You know, man, I wouldn't I would be affiliated with him. You know, I, I'm just, that's just me. She, she, I mean, she, she, she ain't going to put no money in your pocket. I never asked her to put no money in my pocket. I like what she's talking about, and I support it. Because it's true and it's real. Uh-huh, uh-huh. When people trying to block the truth, it's because they ass in the middle of that shit, too. That's all. Uh-huh. You know, what, what are you, nigga? Are you undercover? Is something wrong with you? <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah, I wasn't never offended because she telling women don't fall for the dick. Don't be a slave to the dick, you know? Don't hold your shit and, and drop dead because you... Well, you know, if I'm dating a chick, she really need to go home, though, for real. You know, I don't agree with that 100%. Don't stink up my bathroom. But, you know. And don't you say nothing like But, I mean, them real topics. And women need to know that because a lot of women now are not being taught nothing. They just yeah. being thrown in the fire and, and fed some bullshit through basketball-wise and hip-hop-wise. You know, and a mama don't, don't give a damn about them, just want them grown enough to where she can leave and go do her thing without CPS knocking. And these yeah. girls ain't being taught nothing. That's why they fucking these young boys that go do two, three years. I'm a G, I'm a soldier. He was in there, a bitch. Now, young black girls, the highest case of HIV and AIDS. Ooh. ain't nobody teaching them nothing. Yeah. You know. You think getting your ass whooped by some dude is a badge of honor? Mm-mm. That's a bad thing. Huh? And is he still oh, breathing? Oh, man, man. You know, because nobody teaching him. Yeah. You know, I grew up with a girl. She went three houses down, and the man raped her. And her daddy was like, you shouldn't have had your ass down there. Mm. He felt like that about her because his wife fucked around so much back in them days. It wasn't about going and get a DNA test. He just didn't think it was his because she was too dark. Oh. So he didn't give a damn. His daddy would have been down there and found out what, what, what the deal was and shot his ass. Yeah. No question. You know, you shouldn't have had your ass down there. You going to tell her that? Ooh, that's horrible. You know? Yeah. So that's why you keep talking and you keep telling people the truth or whatever. Do what you love to do and the money will come. Mm-hmm. Don't do it for the money. You do it for the love and the money will come. And when the money comes, it will stay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look at all these that's out here doing shit for the money. And look what it's doing. Housing the money. New birth school closed out. New birth operating in the red. Because they paying settlement money because the pastor's a faggot. You know, uh, uh, all these churches come back. 
because it's about the money. It ain't about the love of what they doing. It's about the love of the money. Mm-hmm. Yes, well, I, I'm not going to go to hell. I'm not going to sit here and lie and get into these cliques and fucking suck my way into these cliques and do whatever I got to do and tell the people what I need to tell them to keep them blind and lead them to hell just to get no dollar. It, it, it's not worth it to me to spend my life in my body having money by deceiving the people, then die from wherever I go, if I was still with some like that hell or whatever, then I got to deal with seeing all these people fucked up. These, now, if, if they want to be gay, that's fine. I'm not speaking against the gay lifestyle. I'm speaking against down low men that lie to these women and infect them and they mess up these boys' lives. And if these little girls want to be hoes and prostitutes, that's on them. But I'm still going to do my job because I'm not going to die with a guilty conscience and I'm not going to live by making money, scamming, hooking, cooking, and lying to people and leading them astray just to get a dollar in my pocket. I would not be a part of that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Same here. Same here. If I can't get it honest, I don't want it. And I know there's a way to, to have a job that I love dealing with honor and integrity, and I can still have wealth and prosperity. Mm-hmm. Being busy and low down is not the only way to be wealthy and famous and successful, and I'm not taking that route. Yeah. Hey, for real, I got to run. I'm going up in the house, so I got to get my Thank clothes Thank you. Thank but, you. Uh, Thank you. Hey, y'all take care, man. We'll do this You again. too. All right, have a good one. Okay, love you, Ezra. Take care, you and your family. Love to y'all. All right, you too, Ray. I'm still here, Lisa. We can still talk till we go off. Child, my head is hurting, man. I mean, I heard some shit that y'all said Girl, tonight. I, I, I mean, grew up, I, I, I grew up around it, so um, it's not new to me, and then it got worse. I, I, I'm thankful that, you know, I did a lot of things that I did that I wouldn't do now and, and participate in. Because it was a learning for me, it was an education. I'm blessed that I did not, you know, get a disease or become a drug addict and get murdered or crippled or anything like that while I was out there in the street when I was younger, you know, looking for an answer, looking for a mother figure, looking for a father figure, looking for somebody to love me and never getting an answer, always meeting predators. So those right. experiences that I saw, I'm, I'm telling them. I'm, I'm using my life instead of being filled with anger and a lot of hate and misery and resentment and want to go do to people what was done to me. No, mm-hmm. I'm going to use all that fucked up shit that happened to me and the people that want to know and want to listen to it. I'm putting it out there. The people that don't and have a problem with me, just turn it out. That's it. Well, I, 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 I tell you, I have sent your many a, a video that you have made, many a podcast. I have listened, I have watched, and it has helped me and a lot of people that I know. And so, you know, on behalf of myself and them, I say thank you because I'm telling you, like you said, it needs to be exposed, especially our children. Our children are just being preyed upon and violated. And they need to hear they so they can you know so they can be uh develop that spirit of discernment, that supernatural gift of discernment, some don't feel right, don't look right, you need to get up out of there, you know, and how to protect yourself yeah. because i I'm telling you if the parents is carrying on with this type of activity, and they really don't give a damn about these children, these children are on their own. 
Yeah. And it's just, it's sad. It's sad. But to me, the women are sad because you see all these black women looking for an answer outside themselves and going to this man in this church. And we know yeah. a lot of them think the flamboyant ones do any and everything. And they look into these preachers saying, this is the man of God that's going to lead me, and I trust him. I give him my money, my time, my ass, my mind, my child. They turn their whole mind and their life and their boys over to these preachers instead of learning to realize and accept the fact that you're a goddess and that you're God and God moves through you and speaks to you mm-hmm. too. Instead of yeah. discernment and wisdom, they're looking at this man, and they have to see this man as God. There ain't no yeah. physical man, God. Ain't no preacher yeah. God. Well, I, I remember hearing the old stories, you know, uh, back in my grandmama's day, pastor come over after church, had a gospel bird, also known as a chicken, because that was the only time a lot of folks ate chicken was on Sunday. Pastor come over, he eat first and eat the best parts. Like you said, like he is a God. And that, well, pastor said, we got to do this. Pastor said, we got to do this. Pastor said, see, you know, you're giving... A man too much power, and we mm-hmm. know anytime that happens, then there's hell to come right afterward. All we got to do is, is pick up the newspaper, cut the television on, or get on the internet, and you see what happens. It's too much power, abuse of power. That's why a lot of these men you don't see them in church unless they hoeing or they undercover looking to screw a man or a woman or both, or they working in their pimping sucking and milking the flock. But a lot of these women are stupid because most of the women that's in church are emotional. I don't care how much money they got, how much education they got, a lot of them are emotional, too emotional. <laughs> and when you think about, about it, emotion, you think these women are not rational. Yeah, and right. they are. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, you think about it uh, on a Sunday morning, who, who's, who's in there? Who's all up in there? And if these women were really coming to themselves and realize what was going on, they said we ain't going to these churches no more. They not get, they not gonna take my money. Them churches were shut down because it's packed with these women. Have men problems because a lot of times when they have a man and they in these churches, they they out of joint with the man and they treat the vet, the preacher better yeah. than they treat their own nigga at home. And they can't understand why their man, that's usually the logical partner and the non-emotional partner, he's telling them, you don't need to do this. Mm -hmm. You really need to focus on me and our relationship and establishing what we got that are taking your money and cooking better than you cook for me for this preacher and getting this preacher our money out of our household and loving this preacher and want to screw this preacher. Uh The women don't want to hear that. Because they're really emotional and out of balance and have mental issues with daddy and men. They usually don't mm-hmm. have good relationships with men, and they're idolizing this preacher and put him on a, a pedestal instead of really mm-hmm. going within themselves. They're really realizing God's principle within themselves. Huh? You're right. I've heard the stories. I've heard the stories. You are absolutely right. You can probably say what you got to say, Lisa, unless you're ready to wrap it up. Girl, we it's all, you know, I'm just I'm just taking it all in. You know, it's, it's up to you. It's been an excellent show. I, again, once 
you know, I listen to your show sometime, Alexis, and I think I've heard it all, and I have not. You constantly take it up to another damn notch. I mean, I'm going to be up tonight, you know, thinking about this. And Ezra throwing in, you know, stuff, you know, tonight. I mean, uh, this was, an, again, another excellent show. You know. You got that hoe out of there. Yeah, I'm going to that bitch in my tape. Oh, I'm here, Lee. I'm just with my editor for um, and my um, technical director for Alexis K. Tyler dot net. He gave me this uh, edited copy of the Resurrection of the Goddess in Baltimore, Maryland. And we Ooh, I can't wait it. to get that. I cannot wait to get yeah. that. I know I'm getting ready to get the edited copy right now. Just he's showing me through it. I'm making sure he take that slut out my damn shit. I heard that. I wish you would have put it in the front. So Alexis K. Tyler. And Haki presents the resurrection of the goddess. Oh, okay. Well, when you edit a piece for us to put it on YouTube, can you put it? Okay. Then Haki, I mean, present. Thank you. That that looks really good. So they'll be able to move through it easily, like it was. I guess it's perfect, perfect, perfect. So we should have that by next week. We're gonna put a, some a little clip up. Can you put a clip up on my, on the front page of the website? Did you you see that part man, when I came out and I said vagina power and they introduced me? I watched that part. Yeah, yeah. yeah even if you want to open it up with it like that, I love the way you got that. And then how long do you think the clip should be? Like two minutes, five minutes? Okay, so it's so long. Unless we do about five minutes. We do five minutes because it's like three hours. So we really won't be giving away anything. Perfect. I hope it ain't because I got to send it out of town. So it's just I'm like, I hope. Oh, I, 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 yeah. <laughs> I got it, Lisa. Thank you so much. Okay, babe. Um, yeah, this, we're going to put uh, a clip. I'm waiting for him to edit it for me up on um, YouTube. Mm hmm. So people will be able to see. It looks really good. And the quality I'm so is really good. Oh, what, did you want to say something else about what we were talking about? It was really a heavy show. I'm glad we, we had this topic. We discussed it. just got it all out there. We, we've done it before. Yeah. But a lot of people hadn't heard it. And it's a newer show because a lot of shows are, are down. We'll have them on the old channels. So for 2012, I'm glad we brought this up again and addressing this for the people that didn't hear the shows and don't know. I don't think yeah. you can ever talk about these these things enough. I don't think so because, you know, look at all these scandals that are coming out with all these colleges. I mean, it is relevant. These high schools, these high school students, these teachers are screwing these, you know, students. You know, these female teachers are screwing these male students. I mean, it's crazy. But it's amazing to me, Lisa, that these women can't see and it's just like he just said they do me. They look at me and want to ridicule me, just like his Ezra's friend did and said, well, why do you want to be associated with her? Why do you want to listen to anything that she has to say? He just said, I was one of the great but I, I ain't being caught around the fucking children in the asshole. Okay. And I'm trying to help people. You've had straight people, gay people, bisexual training, Training, I'm sorry, training people. Who old, was it, young, black, white, 
Latino are, reaching out to, to you for help, you yes, know. I help them. Exactly, and that's what, you know, you're doing your job. You're not, you're not out here assaulting folks. So I don't, I, I don't really don't get it. You know, I really don't get why his friend would even make a statement like that. He don't like me. Obviously, he don't like my style, say I'm nasty, my crazy, all this shit. And see, I realize that some people are naturally gay. That's just how they're born. I never condemn anybody for being gay. That's not my condemnation. I right. hate a closet goddamn dick-sucking motherfucker that going to lay in a black woman's face, screw her raw, ejaculating her, you know, he really want to screw her son or he's screwing her dad or he's looking, screwing somebody in the church right now and hiding, living a lie because he ain't yeah. got the guts to be himself. That's what I have the problem with. I'm taking advantage of a boy, even if the boy is gay or whatever. Wait till yeah. he get adult to decide for himself what he right. want to do. All the violation and the lies and the disease and the death of so many black women and children. That's what yeah. I have a problem with. It's, it, I call it intergenocide. You know, like interracism, intergenocide. It is. You know, this what this woman loves you, but you are literally loving her to damn death. Yeah. It's sad. And she and her not being able to see it. I have an issue with us now because it's to the point now you can't say, well, he told me he didn't like me. Well, he told me he went gay. Well, he told me that uh, he was going to be negative. I don't really care about what he told you, bitch. What did you tell yourself? And what did you require him to do before he slipped and slid up in your goddamn ass like he on the motherfucking damn slide boat? Did you get him tested? Did you do right. background check on him? Do you know anything about who he screwed? Do you know where he parted at? What do you know other than what this nigga told your motherfucking ass? But see, these bitches so dick-hungry and really want to slip and slide on a nigga dick five minutes before they met him. They, they, they want to blame him for what he did or didn't do to him. Bitch, take responsibility for mm-hmm. your own head, your own life, and your own immune system. Because this shit is so old and it's coming out in the open now. I mean, don't feel sorry for no older bitch. Now, a teenager or a young girl, yes. A little older bitch, our age, yeah. in your 30s, in your 40s, in your 50s. Unexcusable. Unless you, unexcusable. Unless you report. Huh? I said it's unexcusable. By the time you are age, you should know better. You, you're you a damn senior citizen. You should know better. You might know. But see, we know these niggas are slick. We know that. We know these bitches nasty, too. Because a lot of these men get AIDS from these women. All, it's not all men's fault. A lot of these women is lying, bisexual, DL, sluts, too. See, we got to do a show dedicated to these hoes out here that's DL and like to drink piss, eat shit, and every motherfucking thing, and suck a bitch Ooh. ass out. Lord, they, they, they diseases, too. They, they lying, too. They, they meet a nigga and tell him that they HIV negative, knowing they taking shit, or they ain't taking niggas, knowing they got a mutated strain of HIV. They pass it to niggas, too. Man... This is not the time I would ever be out there playing Russian roulette like that. Because no. I think holes are so tricky. They can't be trusted. Yeah, you got to be on your square. 365 degrees. No excuses. All the information is out there. No excuses. If you don't have a computer, you can go to somebody's damn library and look shit up. And please get tested. You got to be responsible for you. 
for survival now. You have got to. And I be talking to women that tell me that their girlfriends, they fucking all, somebody behind their husband back or the man they live with to take care of them because their friends is doing it and their friends said that it was okay. It's amazing. Them hoes and sluts of a fella flock together. You know, instead of them taking responsibility for their own life, they're going to say, well, my girlfriend said that, you know, she fucking behind her nail bed too, so all of us doing ain't that wrong. Wow. And oh, when man. Goes the, when she goes to the clinic and get her HIV meds, her girlfriend ain't going to get that prescription and diagnose it with her. She's going to okay. take them pills by her goddamn self because her girlfriend's told her to do the bullshit. Yeah. But, I mean, you got friends like that, you don't need no enemies. Okay. I don't want no females like that around me. Stay the hell <laughs> away from me. But you know what? This slut is an enemy of the state. You see what I'm saying? If she would let her friend talk her and put herself out there at risk to fucking suck a nigga raw and bust nuts with a nigga outside of her home, she's an enemy of the state because this is an enemy of herself. She don't even like and respect her goddamn self, and she don't even really know herself. All she knows is she's a free dick-sucking hoe. That's all she knows. Well, she she is against herself. The bitch is anti-nature. Because anybody that put themselves out there at risk like that, you're going against nature because you don't even respect yourself and respect what God gave you as a temple. you violating the temple. She a whore in the damn temple. Fucking whore in the temple, man. She can't talk to me. I know that I said in 2012 I wasn't cussing this. I have tried so hard to keep this cussing devil down. I don't know what the fuck out. Let it go. Let it ride. Let it ride. Set it free. You got that cussing strain, man. Cussing strain. It's all right. Sometimes that's what we need to have. You know, let it ride. Man. And, I mean, this, this chick is married, so she's going to go home and got a nice, probably got a nice husband doing what he's supposed to do, working, helping her with her children, paying bills, and this is the, the thanks that he gets. Man, she got a good big nigga. And he works, come home, take care of the children, got three children. All he do is come home and pay them bills, and she don't let another nigga say she bored because they've been married since she was in high school, meet the nigga, bust nuts in the hotel room. And I said, what do you like about him? He good to you? Oh, we get along so well. I said, what did he do for you? I mean, what did he give you money? He help you pay your bills. Well, I ain't even about all that. He, he said how he make me feel, you know. Oh, we Lord. Eat. We go eat. I said, okay, so y'all go eat some hamburgers or some or French fries at the grill shack. Then you go and eat out of his ass and eat his nuts out of his butt. And then he digging your ass and make you holler. Then you go home. Well, we don't argue. We don't fight. I mean, you're not around him long enough to fight, bitch. I mean, okay. y'all are just long enough to, to fuck. And after y'all fuck and suck, then you go back to the nigga that's doing the real shit. Oh, no, this is a poor boy. Oh, no. I mean, what a slap in the face. Oh, man. That's a goddamn disgrace. I mean, you know, I mean, I mean, oh, shit. Just about it. Just about it. I want to leave home. I'm you need to fuck him and bust nuts, and take your motherfucking ass home. This is what you need to do. If you just got to fuck him, first of all, use a motherfucking rubble, because I know you ain't. Fuck him, keep that shit private, and take your motherfucking ass home. Don't mess up your household for a nut. You know that husband find out he's going to kill her. 
That's how I am. You know that, man. It's, you know it's going to go bad. Where she get pregnant? Where she going to tell her husband? Look, he, sometimes you got to think like a nigga. I said, you really ain't ready to let him go? She said, no, it's good. I said, don't, but you need to be discreet about this shit because if you get to know him, you might decide it's really not worth it. He ain't no fucking good for you to mess up your home and tell your nigga. So since you just got to do it, you need to be real fucking low-key about that shit. Get your nut and take your ass home. Sound like she's catching feelings to me, old dude. <laughs> I hate my fans. This is 